Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. This is an Extra 1063 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 1063 FM or download the Extra 1063 app. Uh, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. And with Pete Davis, sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire, and the mechanical mangler at the controls. We all know him as Flounder. Oh, stand by. The President of the United States is about to give an address uh, saluting the memory, and he's going to build statues to the memory of Lake and Riley. Oh, no, he's not. No, I'm sorry. That was a false. Uh, no, he's not going to say anything about Lake and Riley. I can't wait for the President's scumbag to go to the border tomorrow in Texas and, and avoid talking about his policies causing murder and mayhem. Dun, 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 slime head. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I'm going to calm down now. I'm going to go into my my low-talking voice for a moment here. By the way, storm's coming. <laughs> uh, oh, my God, it's here. <laughs> I just looked out the window. Holy crap. The whole bullpen out there is looking out the window because all of a sudden the dark came. And I think that just, is that pouring down rain? I Holy God. <laughs> In fact, I look at uh uh, by the way, I'll get to the boys here in a second. Uh, I just looked at my phone for fun this morning. When I leave the house uh, coming to work, I always last minute check the current temperature and the forecast for the next several hours because it tends to chat it out. Okay. So the fo- when I left the house uh, this morning, it was 73 degrees. And the forecast said by 6 o'clock it's going to be 50. <laughs> and the storm's coming, and here it is. I don't know. Pete Davis in the mountains of Macon, are you getting this uh, stuff, or uh, what's the deal? Yeah, we've had two thunderstorms blow through here in the last couple hours, and I just saw the weirdest thing, a bunch of birds stuck together. What do you, what do you mean? I think they're Velcros. Hey, hey, oh, God. I know. See, I, I should have. Okay. Oh, God. All right. I flounder from now on. Whenever I ask, you know, talk to Pete, like at the beginning, when we do the beginning thing, give me like a like a little joint or something because I'll, so I'm kind of ready for it because, you know, when he, when he pulls me, it's on surprise. It really kind of affects my whole, oh, God. Like that. Exactly. Exactly. It's kind of a warning. Kind of a setup. Velcros. Jesus. Velcros. <laughs> Stick together. Oh, God. Flounder, how you doing in there, my friend? What's going on with my you? Life is good. Can't complain. There you go. And Miss Veronica, am I ask about your... Uh, She's school? doing well. Finally getting Better. over her uh, allergy infection, but it's still kind of lingering a little bit. My God. You know, it could be... I, I mean, I've got... Yeah, I cough and you know, that all day and all night, and I think it's mostly like allergy, weather-related change of season. Well, it changes of seasons, season. but she said it's usually doesn't come this early for her, but yeah, it's just come early. And... Yeah, I wonder what's going on. And, and, in fact, I know there's a whole, if you have a pollen thing, and I'm, I we used to be allergic to every growing thing. I used to get allergy shots I did too. twice a week. I did, too. And when you have to go there, oh. you have to stay for a half an hour. Yeah. Well, first you have to get there, you have to wait, they take you in, then you get your shot, then you have to wait 30 or 40 minutes, make sure Damn you're not going to have an epileptic thing with a thing, and, 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 and driving there and then going where you're going. Twice a week? I finally said, screw this. 
You know, I just I just I did it for it five years, but I was fortunate because where I worked at the time, there was an Atlanta Atlanta and allergy clinic directly across the oh, street. Man. See, not for me. I had to go there, and but then it's go an back. inconvenience because you're oh, doing it on horrible. your lunch, or you're having to do it during work. Uh, well, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I couldn't do it during work. I had to do it either before or after. <sighs> Anyway, I thought you were men. I was. I'm not a man. <laughs> I know. I'm not. I know. You know. I realized. What was it? 21 years ago, I discovered I'm actually not a man at all. I'll, I'll be damned. Anyway, three, <laughs> 306. Yeah, it's kind of a lingering. Uh, by the way, speaking uh, of that, uh, what's uh, that? Uh, no, no. You. Uh, I was about to say. Yeah. I literally got up early this morning, and I never get up early. I got up early because today was the day I was going to do our taxes, Kimber. Today was the day oh, I was going to go down the there. Podcast and as soon as system. the door opened, oh, I'm going to walk in there and walk, sit down. Sit and walk, and, and no, you didn't quite tell. Oh, no, we got to be done by March something. We got screwed. We got fined last time. We didn't know that. You know, we're, I didn't know anything about business. And so we found, you know, we, 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 I made a mistake. I, I should have done something earlier, and it was my fault. You trusted us. I, I trusted myself yeah, like an you, idiot. Yeah. I don't know we anything about up. business. You know, I just, my, my father and mother looking down. Well, you were so proud that you own your own business or you're CEO of your own business. Uh, no, I screwed up, Mom and Dad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. Anyway, so I, now we're going to do it better this year. I, I remember when we first started the podcasting thing and we, we met. I forget where we met. And the only thing Kimmer was excited about was, look at the checkbooks. We've got checkbooks. <laughs> we got Kimmer Media. <laughs> <laughs> we got checkbooks. <laughs> oh, God. In fact, you know what? This is uh, through, uh, what's, the, what's that bank that used to be in trouble? Uh, uh, not that. Uh, um, not Valley Bank. What the hell's our bank? Uh, TB, uh, what the hell is it? Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. And, and so. And they were now, Wachovia. Now, at, uh, they're, oh, they get bought out? Well, they, I, I don't know. Oh, I think I read about something. Or what yeah, some sort, they to. were Wachovia. Yeah. Anyway, so this is weird. So I'm, I'm, with a podcast, I think I wrote out maybe one check, a, maybe two checks a month. Uh, well, no, that's not true. I'd, I'd write out a paycheck to the to, to us, but then I'd write out in terms of uh, supplies or stuff for the for the podcast at Staples, something like that. I, I maybe wrote out one check a month for the uh, Wells Fargo uh, credit card. So I, I wrote maybe one or two or three checks a month. Okay, so I so I I only had a, an initial supply beginning. So I went into the bank and I ordered some more checks, and they sent me like five hundred of them. <laughs> I said, "Ma'am, <laughs> I swear to God, because it's a business." I, I, I literally have like two. I think I have like two hundred. I said, "Ma'am," she said, huh. well, "That's how they come. You're a business. You get three hundred of them." I said, "Okay." <laughs> well, I go in there and I sit down, and the lady looks and she goes, uh, "Is this all you got?" And I said, "Yeah. What what do I need?" She goes, just about everything. And basically, what? I didn't bring anything that she needed. Oh, and I, she God. goes, well, you have to bring it in another time. And I said, fine, I'll just do my personal then. She goes, well, we can't do that till you do the business one. So I walked out of there. For, for, oh. I got up at 730 for nothing. Ay, ay, ay. Well, that's not good. Now, I don't combine mine. I just pretend that, you know, if they don't figure it out, I'll be okay. Well, if you're paying taxes, if you're paying taxes on your income at the business, why would you have to pay taxes if you, to add it to your income for something else? I mean, that, that's not fair. You shouldn't be double taxed. I mean, it's a whole separate thing. Anyway. Let's see. You're using the word fair and IRS in the same I'm sentence. I'm so I... sorry. Well, I'm going to keep doing it until they catch me or whatever the word I should be using there is. Uh, a couple things. Uh, oh, we're going to talk a lot about the. Oh, okay, just quickly. Um, are we? Uh, have we heard anything about the Democrats in America uh, demanding that we have a, 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 a statue now to Lakin Riley like they did for George Floyd? Uh, can we ha start having some uh, peaceful protests in, uh, in honor of Lake and Riley like they did for George Floyd? How about the Summer of Love in honor of Lake and Riley like they did for George Floyd? 
Is anybody giving, you know, and, and, and for the record, if Donald Trump were still president, this would not have happened. The murderer never would have gotten in. And if he did get in, he wouldn't have gotten out of jail in New York because that process would have been totally different. I mean, it's unbelievable. Look at the facts and then, and then tell me why you keep voting for Democrats. That's not true. What's the whole true? reason this happened is because Donald Trump was mean to illegal well, aliens. That's yeah, the whole he was mean, and he's a Nazi and a white supremacist, and he had girls peeing on him when he was in Russia at the hotel. So, I mean, we all know that. <sighs> at least that's what Hillary Rodham Peace Stinky Fart Cabbage said. Okay, 310, 310. Um, uh, gosh, a couple things, a couple things. Oh, the rhino this morning. God, I've listened to this morning, and I realized uh, something bad's happening because they're saying the, ri- the rhino apparently uh, leaves for work. He lives He lives out like you do, Pete. He lives like 700 miles away or something. So, no, he lives in Marietta. Well, whatever. Anyway, he pretends like he lives really far away. <laughs> uh, he used to. He, 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 he moved into town a, oh, a few, a few oh, months ago. Oh, well, anyway, so he's, uh, oh, oh. Well, I have a whole, anyway. Oh, well, we need to find out anyway. Uh, I, so, so this morning, I, I'm listening to the radio. It turns out that he, uh, he, he was stuck in traffic on 575 at 75 for four hours. Because some, I guess, homeless guy, they're thinking, or a drunk or both, or whatever, some, some guy walked down the interstate and got hit, and they closed down everything. And it took four, he was there for four hours. And without any coffee would not. Well, I, I mean, but again, the, the reason I, I guess they have to shut down everything. But do they really have to shut down everything, every lane in every direction? Come on. Uh, I mean, this is I, I, again, I, I'm OK. I'm not a cop. I've never investigated a traffic accident on an interstate. So it must be a madhouse to get to have the police get there in the corner and you take pictures and videos and witnesses. I mean, I, I can imagine it's a freaking nightmare. But shutting down Everything you can't open a lane to let people escape like a little before or afterwards. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, four, it was four hours. Uh, I mean, I think he, I think he said I think they said he you know comes to work around four thirty or something, and and it was like eight fifteen or eight thirty when I heard him. I finally got here. On a good day, five seventy five is a nightmare. Uh, yeah, so seventy five. I I will try to avoid those two. Oh man. Oh well. Anyway. Um, oh, oh, another thing in the morning thing. Well, I, I, do we can I, ten minutes seconds for a break here for a quick before yeah, the break? Go, yeah, yeah, you're fine. Uh, they had on a guest, and I sh- I I don't have any of their phone numbers, so I was going to te- or uh, uh, talk to them or text them or something. They had on this uh, 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 attorney woman this morning, Sarah something or other, and she's been on here a lot. I can't. I, I keep forgetting to get her last name. Flounder, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, let me get the name real. Uh, she was on, I morning. think she's on a lot. I think they call her a lot. I think, I think I've heard her several times. Her name is Sarah something. I think she has her own firm. And, uh, and I was listening this morning. Fascinating. She is wonderful. What a great guy. She was talking that she knows Ashley Marsh, uh, Merchant, uh, who was the lawyer for Donald Trump. And we're talking about the case with that idiot, that idiot sleazy, slimy, greasy uh, partner was on the stand yesterday and embarrassing himself and saying, oh, oh crap, what a dang, when he got caught, uh, you know, with a texting thing. Anyway, she was wonderful. Uh, and, and if we ever, man, if we need a legal thing, if we could get a hold of her, she's terrific. Yes. Once again, you're just so you're you missed it by that uh, much with I the do? facts there. No, no, facts, Natalie okay. Merchant is the singer with the golden voice. No, Ashley, Ashley Merchant Ashley. is the lawyer. Did I say Natalie? I swear to God, I said Ashley. No, I swear I said. Well, yeah, she's a singer for ten thousand men. I know Natalie Mer- Ashley Merchant was the lawyer, and I remember the name Ashley because we were just Ashley. talking about how Ashley is now an old person's name according to kids. Sarah remember. Hobson. Sarah Hobson. She's remarkable. What? She's great. 
I mean, she, and in fact, one thing really, I thought it was so funny. She said, uh, they asked her, uh, what I was talking to her, uh, probably the smart one, Los, uh, and she was asking, oh, hey, who? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Well, you know, you got the rhino, you got talking, you got the smart one. I'm sorry. I mean, um, how are you supposed to identify them, them beautiful bastards in the morning? You know, you got the rhino, you got talking, the smart one. What, it's my fault? <laughs> Play to your strengths. I mean, <laughs> play him off. Anyway. Play him off the stage. <laughs> Stop talking. Anyway, she, her line that really got me. She said they asked her, "Well, what do you think of the fact that she that that you know the the Fanny Flusi even tried to get away with this?" And she said, what, "That was outrageous." She said, "You hired your boo." <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, 315 already with a Kimber Pete and Flounder on 106.3 or something. I don't know. breaking news to the conservative voices you know and trust. Your best new follow on social media is Extra 106.3. We're at XTRA 106.3 on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Threads, and LinkedIn, and pretty much any social media you scroll through every day. And we drop exclusive giveaways, new daily content, and the latest breaking news from Georgia and across this great nation. Interact with your favorite extra personalities. Get the latest on our live events and so much more. Follow at Extra 1063 across all your social media and keep up with Atlanta's only conservative voice. Aches and pains are just part of getting older. You know it and I know it, but that doesn't mean you have to just accept it. That's why I want to tell you the story about Nancy from Texas and her Relief Factor story. For years, she took care of horses and gave riding lessons. She started getting older and Nancy began feeling the effect, so she decided to give Relief Factor a try. It didn't work overnight, but it did work. These days, she says, I have more stamina because I don't hurt. With Relief Factor, she can keep going and doing more. I can relate, as I used to have terrible aches and pains in my hands. It was to the point that I didn't even want to get out of bed in the morning. But ever since starting Relief Factor, I've got my life back. If you're living with aches and pains, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, can help you feel and live a better life every day. To get started, try Relief Factor, their three-week quick start kit. It's $19.95, comes with a feel-better-or-your-money-back guarantee. Visit relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. That's 800-4-RELIEF. Well, Michael, I want to thank you for your time, but unfortunately, we can't offer you the position. Why? Well, we got the results of your background check, and quite frankly, we were concerned. About what? Apparently, you were arrested for throwing a shopping cart at a customer? In my defense, he had it coming. At Horizon Background Screening, we find things that other companies don't. That's why companies that use us make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Monday through Saturday, we're right. But on Sunday, we turn left. Daytona International Speedway, we love our country, and it's truly an honor to be with all of you at the great American race. Gentlemen, start your engines. Your home of NASCAR is Extra 106.3. 
Hey, homeowners, Tug here with some exciting news. Southern Exteriors is your one-stop solution for top-notch exterior services, from roofing to siding, windows, gutters, and more. No more waiting. They can start on your project immediately. And with an in-house warranty division, Southern Exteriors stands by their work for years to come. From leaky roofs to faded siding, trust Southern Exteriors for a quick and lasting transformation. Don't wait. Transform your home today. Call 877-9-SOUTHERN or visit southernexteriors.co now. Southern Exteriors, quality and precision you can rely on for over 20 years. (laughs) <laughs> here we go. Hall and Oates action here on the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder program, 318 and 106.3. Storm's coming just to make you aware for the next little bit. If it hasn't hit you already in the Atlanta area. And then a cooler temperatures, that's for sure. Hall and Oates in 2010, their bass player for nearly 30 years, Tom Bone Woke, passed away apparently of a heart attack. He was only 58 Years old in 2010. Oh, I thought we were going to sing. Is this all instrumental? <laughs> that's where. No, it it's a in. long intro. It is long. Oh, wow, that's you know because radio stations I don't think ever played it th- a long intro like that. I don't remember. Here we go. They did play it that long. Well, I guess it's because back in the day when they would play this in what the 80 or not 80s, I guess late 80s maybe. Uh, Mid '80s, uh, they would uh, the DJs would all talk over the intro, I- instrument, instrumental intro until they get to the first word, and that's probably why I didn't realize it was uh, so. Anyway, Hall of Notes here, and their bass player died 30 years ago. The bass player Bone Walk also recorded with Carly Simon, Jellyfish, Elvis Costello, Sean Colvin, and Billy Joel over the course of his career there. Uh, how's it going, Kimber Pete and Oh, this is a fun, uh, a fun birth date. All right, let me uh, ask you, Pete Davis, do you know who Sam the Sham is? <clears throat> and the Pharaohs. Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. <laughs> that wasn't the Pharaohs who were involved. Was it American Graffiti or no, oh, no uh, uh, Animal House? or? No, that was Otis. Well, who were the Pharaohs? Man. Somebody was the Pharaohs. Somebody in, somebody in the Pharaohs. Said, a big blonde-headed guy. Oh, somebody, there was some band that was the Pharaohs. I swear, it was American Sam. Graffiti. I bet it was American Graffiti. I mean, anyway, this is Sam the Sham and the Pharaoh. Sam is 87 years old. <laughs> Wooly bully, baby. Watch it, watch it. Ah, watch it, baby. Hey, John, hey, John. <laughs> <laughs> Wooly bully. Watch it, watch it. Bully. It's in the chorus. Wooly bully. Wooly bully. <laughs> Fairly easy lyrics, I have uh... <laughs> Wooly bully, Sam the Sham, 87 years old. Good grief. Uh, 321, Gibber Pete and Flounder. Have a little fun in your goofy, freaking humpity, humpity Wednesday. On this day in 1854, boy, Democrats haven't been this mad since we took away their slaves. Well, in 1854, 50 people who were opposed to slavery met at a schoolhouse in Ripon, Wisconsin, and laid the foundation for what would become the Republican Party. Opposed to slavery. 1854. Republicans opposed to slavery. 
Sorry. Uh, your 3 o'clock hour, 321, uh, sponsored by our friends at First Liberty Building and Loan. If you need financing to grow your business well, visit firstlibertyga.com. You'll be happy you did. 322, Kim Oh, by the way. I'm getting ripped on my, like, personal message Facebook page for, they call me a pansy. Thank Pete Davis. You and your freaking stupid challenge had taken off my shirt. <laughs> you and your stupid nipple, cl- what was that, a nipple challenge of some kind? You dared me nipple to show game. my nipples. And I, so I tried to do, you know, do the right thing. And it just I put the thing down with the thing, you know, just to show it. And, of course, it didn't work. So now I'm being called a pussy and, a, you know, and a, and a chicken and an ego thing and a scaredy cat or whatever because I didn't take off my shirt. All right. Oh, all right. Uh, you, I took uh, mine off. Uh, are you going to take your... Well, they can't see I you. I did. All right. Huh? Oh, God, put it back on. <laughs> How's that, uh, baby? They're uh, not you tell me when you get to be almost 80, you do it. Wow. I want to I wanna see, see the, the morning boys come in when they're almost 80 years old and do one of these. Do the show like that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. They're all going to be looking at me. <laughs> you can hang art right, from so those what babies. What the hell is Skipper doing? <laughs> I swear Good. to God, they're all coming over to the window. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> this is those so nips, wrong. <laughs> they look like they're attached to charging rhinos. I, I can't mean, come find on. my hit shirt. <laughs> anyway. Cut glass with those. What's that? You could cut glass with those nipples right now. <laughs> oh, I didn't show you my breast implant right there, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's my uh, that. my boob job. Oh, God, sorry. Well, you that puts that. me off my feed bag the rest of the day. <laughs> All right. Now, when you come in the next time, your shirt's coming off on the webcam. God, sorry, folks. You had to see that. <laughs> what am I talking <laughs> At I least gotta, I have hair on my chest. Like, well, I used to have a little more hair on my chest because I'm now, when you get older, your hair disappears in lots of places on your body. Not on your chest. <sighs> okay. Yeah, the, I you guess, shave. I guess, oh, Admit it. Give you me a shave Why your the hell chest. would I shave anything? I, I don't even shave my face anymore. <laughs> Why the hell would I shave my chest? The same thing on my legs, by the way. It, it just it starts going away. I mean, I still have, I still have, you know, but but it doesn't. It's just anyway. God, you give me a break. Get off my three twenty four. Oh God! Oh, I like, I'm, I'm, now they're all gonna be laughing at me now. I hope that. Okay, that was on TV too, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was. Well, that's not great. Why? <laughs> Idiot. All right, I gotta stop this clowning around. <laughs> they're gonna, definitely gonna fire me. <clears throat> uh, okay, let's do a little. Seriously, why don't I, I hope they have a, a statute, a statute, a statue, and a statute, a law of something named after Lake and Riley. You know, let's let's put our money where our mouth is. Let's you know. Remember, they had the summer of love to protest Black Lives Matter. All those. Oh, oh, by the way, all those companies I mentioned the other day that gave billions of dollars in pledges, hundreds of millions of dollars in pledges and cash to Black Lives Matter. One of the most disgraceful, divisive, hate-filled organizations the world has ever known. They're worse than Nazis. They're false freaking hope and stealing money and what is a freaking disgrace. And, and, and all those companies who gave money to Black Lives Matter ought to be doing foundations that help people in the name and the honor of Lake and Riley. How, how about all you big businesses, you know, sucked up, you freaking p- pansy cowards? Oh, we don't want any protesters of Black Lives Matter. We want to see. We like black people, too. <laughs> Here's $100 million, <laughs> you scumbags. 
Jesus. You know, I, I mean, this is. Oh, let's do a mayor. Do we have time for it? Let's go. We got a couple of mayor bites. This guy's unbelievable. I watched this this morning live while I was getting ready to show on, on TV, and they had him on, I guess it was on Fox Live. Athens Mayor Kelly Gertz. He gets up to the microphone to talk about the case of this beautiful young girl who wanted to be a nurse. And the first thing comes out of his mouth, he starts talking about uh, Donald Trump and the Republican policies and Congress can't get its act together and so forth. And here's a, a flounder. Let's play cut one. We'll get, he's got two cuts of this guy. We'll give you an indication of how the people are finally feeling about this freaking leftist, softy, pansy idiot, the mayor. That term means different things to different people depending on the context of the discussion. Immigration and laws. Many, many of the elements. Many of the elements. Liar. 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 We are here to listen. You're a liar. We are here to listen. There'll be time for questions. Douchebag. Guilty and got blood on your head for this murder, sir. Many of the aspects that are ascribed to sanctuary cities. We know what sanctuary are things. That are disallowed by Georgia law. And we contribute a document every year to the Georgia Department of Audits. Oh, that's a good idea. Indicating that we do not correspond to these definitions under state law. Yes, you do. And no policies have been adopted <laughs> by the mayor and lying. commission You're that have so created sorry, sanctuary city status in Sir, Athens. You need to resign. One protocol resign. that sometimes arises. Resign. Sir. Yeah, well, Sir. Uh, this idiot mayor of Athens, Mayor Kelly Gertz, uh, said Georgia law does not allow for sanctuary cities and repeatedly rejected the characterization of Athens as a sanctuary. Oh, really? Uh, by the way, uh, uh, both of the brothers, the murderer suspect and his uh, scumbag brother, who uh, did also sneaky stuff trying to get green cards, fake ID, stuff like that, they both have had previous run-ins with the Athens-Clark County Police, including in September, a shoplifting case in which they, the brothers, allegedly stole 200 bucks in goods from the local Walmart, and they remained free. So let's get this straight. Suspect killer slime bag number one uh, goes up to New York. He sneaks in illegally, goes up to New York, and he commits a crime against a little boy. And then he comes down here and allegedly murders a woman, drags her into the woods and bashes her skull and disfigures her freaking dead skull. And this was after he already got caught being a shoplifter of committing another crime in Athens before this. How is it possible that he committed a crime in New York and got out, and he committed a crime in Athens and got out? If you are an illegal sneak, hell, if you're, a, if you're a, 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 an immigrant, a legal immigrant, if you come in here and start breaking laws, you have lost your privilege to try to become an American citizen or an American resident. As far as I'm concerned, if you sneak if you, if you sneak in here breaking a federal law and you sneak in here and you commit a crime, it's over. You go to jail and then you get deported. What the hell what the hell is this free on your own recognizance come back in 12 years? Are you kidding me? If you show such disrespect for the country you supposedly want to really get into it to save your life, then you do that? You commit crimes against the country you sneaked into to be free? Hey, go back to your own country and commit your stinking, lousy crimes. That's why they're getting here in the first place, because they kept getting caught in their own country and didn't know how to make a living, and they're too lazy to actually get a freaking education and start an apprentice program of some kind to get a freaking job, even a trade job. So they say, well, let's go to America. Everything's free there. 
Have you seen the sound bites that they're doing on the border with that uh, Rachel Campos hottie uh, talking to the people? Well, yeah. Oh, no, we don't vote. Oh, thank God for Joe Biden. Oh, we all vote, vote for Biden. Oh, we're all in favor of Biden. Oh, we came here because we know we're, you know, we're going to get money and we'll get a place to live and they're going to take care of us. These people are not running from torturers. Jesus, 320. Uh, do we have time for the other sound by four? We go. Let's play the other one, too. Mayor got caught again. Here's this mayor's stupid face, Kelly Gertz over in Athens, lying. Well, 2019 was not that long ago. No. You no. might remember the dynamic we were living in blame, in the late uh, teens in this country. Who do we blame? Where you had the president of the United States Uh-oh. speaking in the most vile terms about people who were foreign born. And you had that nation metastasizing in places like Charlottesville. In the main, I caution against flaming immigration and crime. Oh yeah, demonstrates that the two are not connected. Oh, they're not connected. Immigration and crime are not connected. Because the impact of federal immigration policy on localities has been under such consistent discussion in recent months. I do want to say a few words about this. It's my 18th year as a local government policymaker. <laughs> and I'm a wonderful policymaker. I... And my work has overlapped with four U.S. presidencies. Yes, yeah, sir. They haven't done it. Bloody and numerous iterations of Congress. Yeah, they just haven't. Congress is, you know. All of them have failed to reach agreement on how to handle immigration. Well, it's not your fault then, obviously. I, you know, it's, it's, go kiss my foot. This is absolutely appalling. The balls on this guy to say that, to come up and immediately st- blame Congress and other What's presidents wrong? for these problems. The first thing There's out of their mouths. The, books. the first thing laws out of their mouths. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a Democrat playbook. And they're going to blame Donald yeah. Trump for this. Every day there is a murder or rape or assault of violent nature in this country by an illegal invader. And we'll, I'm, every day I'm going to do one. He says it has nothing to do with the legals coming over. Yeah, right. Bull crap. Yeah. Every day I'm going to show you it's every day. Yeah. He actually had the, you heard him say, well, there's, there's no causal link between immigration and crime. <laughs> God, do we have a phone call? Do you want to do it now or come back? Uh, we can do it now. Okay. Uh, did you say Dan? Is that right? Stan. Stan. I'm sorry. Stan, you're on the radio, man. How's it going? Stan, Stan. There's our man. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Uh, speaking about Lake and Riley, <clears throat> did you hear Joe Biden's comments on crime earlier today? Uh, some. What are you referring to? He got on at, at the podium, sat there talking about how crime rates had dropped, uh, murder, oh, rape, yeah. robberies, everything <laughs> was peaches and cream. Did not even mention yeah. Lake and Raleigh's name, and didn't even mention illegal immigration and the immigration crime problem. Yeah. It was pathetic. Yeah. It is. I, I was so furious. I about threw up. Yeah, on the television. I, I, I saw that did on you, Fox News. Did you get, I, I, that's yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say if you if you can if you pull up the the, the the interview or the the comments is just horrendous. Absolutely pathetic. Yeah, and what what and, you, and we, we it's, that's what we expect. This is how this is how he feels about America. <clears throat> this is how he feels about all of us. It's unbelievable. Stan, I got I'm sorry I'm late, man. I got to run. It's uh, I, we're all very emotional about this. And frankly, where are the statues? Let's have statues in the memory and honor of Lake and Riley against illegal invaders committing crimes in our country. How about that? Here's the scene of what happened with another illegal invader, thanks to Democrats, murdered an innocent girl. Uh, and I put the date and the big thing and, you know, little uh, pl- plaques and stuff like that. How about that? Right on that freaking trail. How about that?
They're pulling right in front of City Hall in Athens. You freaking phony pansy left his... Oh, God. 333 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Ah, the new Kimmer coming back shortly. The different Kimmer. Yes, yes, I think he probably does. Why haven't I hurt you a little there? I just... <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> now, let me, let me ask you this. Do you suppose, uh, you suppose gay guys like a nibbling, too? If they nibble on I don't know. I don't want to. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a little too Why creepy would you for me. I don't have any idea. Because he want to be hurt. Oh, God. 2008. Boy George pleaded not guilty, Your Honor to falsely imprisoning a uh, male escort by chaining him to a... <laughs> See what I mean? You're making fun of me for nibbling. He chained a man to the wall, for God's sakes. Chained a man we'll to the wall, ladies us. and gentlemen. <laughs> and then Don't he did... sit there and deny. <laughs> he did the common decency. Offer. <laughs> Complimentary. Uh, he was accused of assaulting um, Auden Carlson during the incident in April of 2007. Uh, later, Boy George pleaded innocent and released on bail until a trial in uh, November. And I, it does, I forgot what happened. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I, oh, sure, I chained him to a wall and had sex with him, but, you know, against his will. But that, you know. <laughs> Who among us has not been there? <laughs> Oh, Lord. Uh, 338, Kimmer, Pete, and the Flounder. Our birthday list includes Jason Aldean, 47 years old today, country star. He and his uh, lovely bride. And she doesn't take, she, she kicks ass. I, this girl does not hold back when it comes to loving your country. And, uh, you know, if, if you try to say something bad about America, she's going to be all over you. On this day in history, 2013, Pope Benedict XVI broke tradition and resigned his popedom. He was the first pope to do it in almost 600 years. Now we have Pope Francis. Do we still have Pope Francis? I, I, I don't have any idea. Yes. Benedict was uh, Pope Emeritus until he died in 2022, but for uh, nine years he uh, was uh, re resigned to retired pope. Did the right thing. He was uh, sick and did the right thing. Okay, no. uh, hold on a second. It's uh, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Here's a phone number, by the way, 404-741-1230, 741-1230. It's 339. Good to have you aboard. Storms coming in the area of North Georgia, If you just to make you a, a little aware. And the temperature's going to drop quite a bit here, too. Well, I, I mentioned earlier, it was 73 when I got in my car this morning to come to work, and the, the temperature, they say, at, at 6 o'clock is going to be 50. So you can tell these. And, and windy, blew my pots, all of my plants all over my deck and everything, too. Uh, a couple of things. Um, uh, the Lake and Riley case, just, just kind of uh, updating a little bit here. For the record, here's a list of places where illegal aliens, invaders, can go to commit their crimes. Uh, Georgia law banned cities and counties from adopting a sanctuary policy about 15 years ago. But local governments have limited their cooperation. Uh, Clark County in Athens say they checked the criminal history of detainees to hold anyone with outstanding warrants, but do not keep unauthorized immigrants jailed if they have no history. When she was in office, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Bong Bottoms signed an executive order in 2018 barring the city from holding immigration people for the uh, customs folks. 
Mike Pence blasted her for it as a vice president during one of his visits here, but she signed a thing to not cooperate. Fulton County commissioners passed a resolution urging Jackson, uh, then Sheriff uh, Ted Jackson, to block ICE from using county facilities for investigating anybody. And he wouldn't even let them come in to do their job. Uh, Clayton County Sheriff's Office said, oh, we're not going to cl- uh, com- uh, comply with ICE. Not at all, Clayton County. DeKalb County, oh, no, we're not We're not going to honor those detainers without a warrant either. If they don't have a warrant, you're not going to come to get our guy. And, of course, City of Clarkson, we've mentioned this before, Clarkson, home to many immigrants, voted to limit cooperation with federal deportation authorities. And, again, if Donald Trump were president, this never would have happened. Hell, the lieutenant governor of Texas, Dan Patrick, and boy, if they got their hands full in Texas, he says uh, the Biden made much hate, you know, about reversing dozens of the policies of Donald Trump in the first hundred days of his administration. And now he has the balls uh, to go back to the policies of Donald Trump and complain that Congress didn't allow him to do it. I mean, it's just, I can't honestly I can't wait for him to go to the freaking border tomorrow in Texas. Hope I hope please, 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 media, blast him with your questions. It means something. Uh, isn't this, is this a place where uh, the, the murderer came over to kill uh, uh, Lincoln Riley there, Mr. President, I wonder? Uh, stuff like that. What do you think, Pete? They're going to really nail him tomorrow probably, aren't they? Uh, <clears throat> He's actually going to one of the places that has the fewest yeah. illegals coming across. Well, of course. And, and, and gee golly, I wonder whether they have any uh, homeless uh, illegal inv- invaders sleeping in the streets when he gets there, too. Uh, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll bet that's the cleanest damn <laughs> Oh, my God. What a joke. I mean, seriously, I hope the Republicans use a video of him with a beautiful, clean city and, and uh, you know, with nobody, no problems, everything's doing wonderful there, uh, and then counter that with a video of what actually has been going on. Good Lord, I'm just... Oh, and, and by the way, here's another thing. I love when this happens. We heard the, the soundbite of the mayor on the uh, earlier guys before us, a mayor of New York City, who was saying, we need to stop these illegal immigrants from coming into our town. We just can't deal with it. Well, you asked for them. And again, in Denver, Colorado... Denver, Colorado has announced that because they need to take care of illegal invaders, they are going to cut an awful lot of city employees' hours uh, right down to zero. Yes, the city government looking to cut $4.3 million just from Parks and Recreation's department to handle the migrants. That means lifeguards, coaches, front desk workers, all the people, the on-hours on-call duty. Uh, some on-calls uh, support multiple functions. Some may uh, reach only, uh, teach only one class and stuff like that. Uh, by the way, so we're going to cut your hours down to as low as zero. And But the good news is they say employees who can't make a living thanks to the cuts are eligible to apply for unemployment benefits. God, that, you know, it, what a wonder. Denver, Colorado, yes. Uh, you know, by the way, let's remember, you were freaking asking for for it. You were asking for it. You wanted to be a, 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 a sanctuary city. Uh, this guy, uh, Johnson, who's the mayor here? Uh, uh, city of Denver, Johnson. I got his name in there somewhere. I can't find it. Uh, uh, they never put the damn names in the place where you're looking for him, you idiot. Uh, anyway, whatever. He said uh, uh, he predicted the migrant, co- uh, mi- migrant crisis would cost about $180 million this year and said it's not uh, sustainable. And he called on lawmakers in Washington to find a solution. If we had more resources at the border and he had more security, we'd have more administrative officers to actually process people. We could do it more efficiently and effectively. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. So his complaint is not that they're coming over. It's that they don't have enough people to process them. And let's 
Let's remember why that mm -hmm. is. Because they want to change the culture. They want to have all these people who will one day be able to vote. And by the way, let's not forget, even if the federal government says you have to be a citizen to vote in a federal election, state elections can change their laws. We know city municipal and city elections allow them to vote right now all over the place. I think you do it in Berkeley. There are cities in, in New York State where they can allow immigrants to get to vote. Illegal, not non-residents can vote, not citizens rather can vote. This is all about crushing and crashing the system. Basically, what they're doing now is they're putting on the public dole all these illegal invaders. And now they're putting their public on American citizen workers. Yeah. They're putting them on the public dole with unemployment. Pretty much everybody's going to be waiting for the government to hand in their check yeah. every week, and that will crash the system, and then they can bring in another one to replace it, like socialism. This is all part of the plan to crash everything. And, of course, the bottom line is if this all happens, which it is, there's no way that they would ever vote for a Republican like Donald Trump to stop it. So they have to keep right. going. So this is their way of keeping it going. They, they, we'll take care of you, please. You don't want to take, God, if Trump comes in, it's over. If, oh, you, you got it. Oh, you got to keep us in power. Okay. Gravy train. And, and again, the inter I saw the interviews with Rachel Campos Duffy at the border. Every one of them said, oh, thank God, Joe Biden. If you could vote, oh, Joe Biden. Oh, Joe Biden. Thank you for taking care of us. Well, you're saving us. From our own country of stupid crap hole country. <laughs> My God. Uh, quarter four, quarter four, Kirapeed and Flounder. It's freaking hump day, man. I'm fine. <laughs> well said. We're good. We're good. <laughs> 349. Maybe we could put something together, like, for Friday or something. And yeah, absolutely. Or I could probably have some in the 4 o'clock. Okay. I'll tell you what we're talking about here in a second. Uh, Flounder, Kim. I <laughs> found something pretty funny. Uh, first of all, uh, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. How are you doing? 350, 10 before 4. And here's Jimi Hendrix on this day in 2009 as we report that their drummer, Buddy Miles, who played with Jimi Hendrix at his last regular group band of gypsies, Buddy Miles was 60, and he died at his home in Austin, struggling with a life-term, a long-term illness. He, uh, his nickname was a uh, drummer, Buddy Miles, nickname attributed to his idol jazz drummer, Buddy Rich. Buddy Rich also played with Adele Phonics, the Ink Spots, Wilson Pickett, Electric Flag, Stevie Wonder, David Bowie, Muddy Waters, and Barry White. In the 80s, he achieved a certain amount of notoriety in the American police as a vocalist on the celebrated claymation california raisins commercials oh no kidding uh, buddy miles dead age 60 in 2008 by the way buddy rich <laughs> when i was working in new orleans and doing i was running a radio station there and doing the morning show and buddy rich came in uh, to be interviewed because something was going on a concert or whatever it was and he lit up a joint in this in just like 1976 and he started smoking a joint in the in the studio and i said uh <coughs> excuse me uh, anyway, uh, 351, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Allie Larder, birthday girl today. She is 48. You, If you don't know who that is, Allie, I know the name. I don't know much about her. She was in the first two Final Destination movies, the last three Resident Evil movies, the TV show Heroes. Uh, but to a lot of guys, it says here she'll be the temptress in the whipped cream bikini in Varsity Blues. Allie Larder, 48. I don't think I ever saw all. Oh, I saw about 10 minutes of that movie. I don't think I ever saw most of it. Is that the one where it says uh, the daddy walks up the stairs and says, honey, she says, I'm, I, I come on down here. She says, I'm coming. But it was for a whole different reason she was saying it. 
It's a good line, though. <laughs> it, was a, it was a question of timing. Oh, really, she's with her boyfriend, and nobody knows it. And she's upstairs, and her, her father's coming up the stairs says, Honey, it's time to come on down for breakfast. <laughs> so she said, You know, whatever. I'm around. I'll be now, there in a moment. Where's the sound effect? <laughs> I'll be there in a moment. <laughs> oh, daddy. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, what's her name there. Um, and uh, on this day, in uh, 19, I'm sorry, 1849, 1849, the first ship full of gold rushers arrived in San Francisco. The gold rush of 49 had begun. Anyway, uh, there you go. Well, the camera, Pete and Flounder, uh, 352. Fl- we'll do a, f- a funny here in a second if you got one. Uh, Flounder found a t- apparently a, a local radio, local rock and roll radio station. Yeah, so actually a, a listener called in and told me, and so I went to their website, but uh, 99X, who's a local alternative radio station who came back on air about a year ago, uh, which was a big morning show back in the 90s. Oh, they were when it huge. Was 99X, yeah. Star 94, 96 Rock, and all that. And they re aired an uh, episode of <laughs> you kind of going back and forth with them trying to get tickets for the barman at the time. <laughs> my stepson, my new son. And, and, uh, and, the, and the, well, it's, it's hard to explain. I was making jokes about them. Uh, they would make fun of me on the radio because they were liberal and they were hippies. And, you know, I call them Sissy Easy and Barry. By their, you know, they, that's not their names. Leslie and Barnes, whatever. Anyway, uh, so I, I was, they made fun of me and my politics and screaming at people. And so I would say, you know, the funny thing about those people, their whole audience is all, you know, young girls with all kinds of diseases. And they're all drug addicts and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I, I was making a whole big thing. But I just went on for weeks. And so finally, uh, they, I'm not making this up, they sent me to the radio station a great big box filled with urine samples and said, ha-ha, you wanted it. Pr-. And, and so I went on the air and said, and I told them what they sent, the whole thing said, well, we did. So we, we had these analyzed. Uh, this sample is from a 14-year-old uh, uh, Mary Lou, <laughs> and she has herpes and chlamydia and loves 99X. And I went, every single one, I said, uh, he's a former wife beater, and he, you know, every single one was going on and on and on. And so, and then it got to the point, gosh, should I tell the rest of the story? Um, yeah. Uh, in fact, they did, I mean, we had fun. It was goofing around. So in fact, they did get me tickets, and I went to the great the uh, the the great day out was it big day out the big day out big day out which was a yearly huge concert at Lakewood Amphitheater. And so I took my final wife and the barman, and we got tickets right in the front row. We were in the front row right behind the guy who runs all the electric, elect, electrical stuff, you know, where the band is and stuff. We had the front row seats. But when we got there, uh, there were kids in those seats, and so the, we had an actual ticket thing, number thing. So the guard kicked them out. There were, like, young punk kids in, in those seats. So we kicked them out, they went, and they took off behind us. Uh, so we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, during the concert, I feel this uh, uh, flick on the back of my head, of my hair. And I didn't pay attention to it. I kind of around. And it turned out that it was the guy behind me. There were two guys behind me, two skinheads, wearing T-shirts and stuff, young, like 18, 20-year-old punk kids uh, behind me. And they were, they were uh, kind of flicked the back of my head. Because I, I, I was an old man to them. I was, you know, probably 60, I guess, at that point. I don't know. Uh, and so they, you know, they were all pissed off that I was sitting in the front row with this hot girl and my kid. And, and they were all smoking weed, by the way. They tried to offer the barman a joint. He was 10 uh, or 12 or whatever it was. Anyway, uh, so they flicked my head. And I didn't think much of it. And then all of a sudden I saw him flick my final wife's hair. And that's when I turned around and I called him a couple of names and he started reaching in his pocket. 
And I said, that better be a sandwich, because if you pull it out, you're going to eat it. And I went after him, and finally the guards came over with the two guys, and I'm going after these two guys. Uh, and the guard came over and, and, and took him out of there, and, and the little girl sitting like two seats down, probably 14-year-old girl, said, oh, thank you, mister, thank you, mister. That was so, she, They were so scared. They were mean, and they were awful. And they said, thank you, mister, thank you, mister, to me, like an old man. Uh, and, then, and then somebody said, I think it was my friend, wife, said, uh, well, that's just the Kimmer. That's what he does. And she said, oh. You're the Kimmer? Oh, my God, you're the Kimmer. And, she got, and the whole crowd then got all excited. This is a guy they've been talking about for the last two months on the radio, getting a fight with two skinheads at the great big day out. I mean, what a freaking story that was. Unbelievable. Oh, oh, and then we're, no, no, then we're leaving, and we're, we're leaving, and a guy jumps off the balcony holding an umbrella. He was so high, he thought he could just do a Mary Poppins and float down to the ground, and he jumped and fell down into <laughs> the ground. And he's laying here, and I said to the barman, okay, there's drugs, right? That that was only because he was doing drugs. Just let, let that be a le- If you want to be like that, you know, fire up. On drugs. <laughs> anyway, so what a day. 3.56. Breaking, breaking. What, what? <laughs> Got some sad news here for you, no. Kimmer. Uh, what? Uh, the comedian and star of such things as Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and Curb Your Enthusiasm, and Anything But Love, Richard Lewis passed away no. after a battle with Parkinson's disease. He was 76. Oh, no. I, he, oh, I used to love his, you know, sad Jewish, you know, pathetic, uh, oh, did I do anything right? Humor. He was great. His mother. And oh, the... yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll never forget. In fact, let's, can we find some Richard Lewis stuff later on? Let's get some of his stuff. Uh, he said one time, he said, my mother, you know, she's just always worried. One time we had a big dinner party, and she comes up, and she says, is anything all right? <laughs> You know, is anything all right? He was just so freaking fun. And he was on Curb Your Enthusiasm for a... uh, Near the beginning, wasn't he one of the original guys? He was on a lot, I remember, when I first started watching that. Uh Uh-oh, we lost... The scene where him and Larry are fighting over a chair at a funeral... Is just amazing. Oh, oh, was he involved with the uh, five wood in the ca- in the coffin too? Was that I know I was just trying to get his five wood back. They buried his friend with it, borrowed five wood. <laughs> He's trying to pull it out of his dead hands in the coffin. God. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, how, how are we doing? Is any chance to get? We'll do it after four if you want. If you can find one, Richard Lewis. Yeah, I have to do it after four because okay, I got to download fine. it. And that's fine. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. I don't know that's if he has cuss words because he kind of likes to. Oh yeah. Well. Oh golly. Well, yeah. We don't want that. Well, don't worry about it. We'll. We'll. we'll you know. We'll get to it. We'll. We don't. Don't. Don't mess yourself up. Uh, Three fifty-eight already. God, I can't believe it. Oh, we're going to talk about the Hunter Biden thing here in a minute. Check, uh, Pete. You were just mentioning uh, about illegal immigrants and and the idiot mayor of Athens uh, says, "Well, you can't make a link between immigrants and crime. That's not fair." <laughs> uh, here's a headline. Honduran illegal immigrant arrested for rape of girl, 14, stabbing man during knife point robbery. Wow, an illegal immigrant from Honduras arrested in Louisiana for raping a 14-year-old girl and repeatedly stabbing another man during a robbery with a local police chief blasting the obstacles law enforcement is faced while trying to capture criminal illegal immigrants. The punk angel, Matreras Casirolanas Arriatana, 19, had been on the loose for the rape of the girl earlier this month when he was arrested Sunday for robbing a guy with a knife when he got out of the car in Kenner, which is a, sub- a suburb of, uh, of New Orleans. 
He approached a guy, demanded his property, stabbed him multiple times. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, honestly, they come here and then they disrespect the country they supposedly want to be part of by doing this. Set him on fire and put it on live TV. In fact, pay, pay-per-view. By God, what a great... Whoa, whoa. Uh, the Kimmer's pay-per-view. Fiery M.O.'s. Yeah, baby. The Invaders from Fire right here. We'll think of a good title coming up. Hey, a good title. 404-741-1230. Kimmer, Pete, and Flounders. 4 o'clock. Oh, God. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. I took my troubles down to Madame Rue. You know that gypsy with the gold cap too. All right, I got to be, I tell you here, Flounder, I don't see Love Potion number Chris nine. Chris Curtis. It says The Searchers. Okay. Oh, I see it. I didn't read the whole thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm here. Probably I'm fine. I'll be fine. Yeah, Chris Curtis, drummer with the Searchers, on this day in 2005, died of a long illness, 63 years old. The Searchers scored their big British number one hit with Needles and Pinza. Uh, pins, they pronounced it pin, Needles and Pinza. It was all Pinza, which I thought was pretty interesting. That was a great song. And uh, the Searchers had the 1964 American number three hit, Love Potion number nine. Chris Curtis. There you are. And our birthday list... Includes, uh, let's see, uh, Robert Sean Leonard, I don't know this guy, uh, 55, House's only real friend, Dr. James Wilson on House. Now, that was a huge TV show. I've never seen it. But that was one of the top ten shows, I think, for years, right? I mean, everybody, I've never yeah. seen it, so I, I'm doing this because everybody else probably knows the guy. Robert Sean Leonard, 55, Dr. James Wilson on House. He was the guy who commits suicide in Dead Poets Society. Oh, my God, I remember that movie, Robert William, Robin Williams, wasn't it? Uh, ironically. And on this day in history, it was 19, I should have gotten the song. Uh, in fact, I'm going to wait because I want to have you get the theme song to this uh, uh, to this uh, uh, show, this uh, uh, item thing that I was going to do. <laughs> so I'll do another history thing instead. Hold on. I got it right here. I got a million of them. <clears throat> 10 o'clock at night, I'm doing history stuff. My God. Idiot. Don't forget birthdays. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, oh. Pete's going to hate this because I'm going to tell a story. I'm going to tell a Kimmer story. 1953. In a Cambridge University laboratory, doctors James Watson and Francis Crick. Well, I got a message from a girl. Uh, Dr. James Watson and Francis Crick 
flipped a plastic model of some atoms by accident and realized, oh my goodness, when the sides matched upside down, they had discovered DNA, the double helix. And the movie is called The Race for the Double Helix. And it's a real highbrow kind of a movie, but it's what they went through and how they did it. And I'm telling you, uh, it's a great movie. What? I still don't believe they should have dropped the DNA on Japan. I really don't. No, no, no. That. that was the whole. No, no, sir. No. See, what the DNA is the uh, oxyribonucleic acid. The other Japan thing. And, and by the way, let's remember now, James Watson. <clears throat> if you'll recall, back in around was it ninety one, ninety two, uh, the Kimmer was uh, hanging around with a woman who had uh, cancer, and she was the first uh, first human being to get the artificial interferon shot. And she was in all the medical books and stuff like that. And M.D. Anderson uh, Hospital used to go there and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, and so uh, she was on the Phil Donahue show. And so I was her, uh, you know, her escort. I was her guy. So I went with her and we were in the green room. And Dr. James Watson uh, uh, comes in and sits in there. And he obviously had not uh, gone to check in the restroom after he had breakfast because he had some egg sitting on the corner of his mouth. <laughs> and I'm the guy who went up and told him. I said, uh, doctor, sorry, you got a little egg all there. <laughs> So, and we're just having a nice little chat. Here I am sitting with my girlfriend who's dying of cancer and got the first thing in the history of the world with James Watson, who got the Nobel Prize uh, for the, discovering the uh, double helix of DNA. I mean, my God. What, what an event. I'm sorry. Yes, here's the problem. Here's the problem with your stories. Yeah. Okay? okay. You're like Hollywood movies. <laughs> you know, they're two and a half hour extravaganzas <laughs> that could have been done in a 90 minute and minutes. A half. It was a minute and a half. <laughs> All right, two and a half. The backstories. All right, three the, minutes. The tangents, you go off minutes. on the story. <laughs> well, you got to give Jeez. the full thing. I don't want to ch- cheat the people, the little people, out of their story. Every time. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you're like you're like a human melodrama where you have all these don't things recorded. Don't get it. Don't get it. You should just hit I, the keyboard once a and year. Have it play the thing. Once a year, I get to tell my stories. Uh, now, I, now, who doesn't think it'd be unbelievable to, to have the thing involving with a person in the medical history books of all time and the and the guy who won the oh, Nobel okay. Prize for discovering DNA, the source of all human life? I mean, my God. And by the way, in the movie, The Race for the Double Helix, uh, the way they do it and when they have the scene that shows it is really stunt. It's really cool. I, I think you'd like to. I, now, I, the movie's got to be 30 years old. I'm, I, I'm sure it's, you know, you can find it somewhere. Uh, anyway, all right. I'm sorry. We'll start floundering here. I'll, I'll be better. I'll be better. Uh, let's see. 408 already. Oh, by the way, for the record, now, when, uh, when I was sort of egged on into taking my shirt off earlier, that's gone, right? I mean, that, 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 that's live. That's, that's on YouTube, and that's live, right? So that's gone. I mean, it was on, it's like on TV, and it's unless somebody was recording it at home. Or like I was recording it in here. <laughs> Wait a minute. You were recording it in there? Every day it's recording. <laughs> no, it's no. It's supposed to be live. It's a live shot. You can't just go home and say, well, I, I want to see the, what, you go on YouTube and say, I want to see what the camera did at, you know, at, yes. at three. F- yes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it is on the internet it forever. Ho- oh, God. <laughs> All right. Well, I'd like to announce my resignation from the radio station. I <laughs> I'll be moving. I uh... oh, they're drawing up the papers right oh, now. Oh God! <laughs> it's not gonna be a resignation. Well, I saw honestly, guys, the guys in the bullpen were all coming over to the window, going, "What the hell is it? <laughs> you lose a <What>? bet." <laughs> anyway, hey, yes. by the way, yes. guess who played Dr. James Watson in your movie? 
I know who played it. The guy who did The Fly, and he was married to that little skinny girl with the fuzzy hair who was on, uh, uh, not Cheers, but uh, the other one with, uh, with the, uh, the girl from Midnight, the blonde girl who got naked and went in the pool in Texas, uh, and she was uh, Samantha Waters. No, no, uh, she- Shelley Sher- Sherman, the beautiful blonde actress. It doesn't matter. Yeah, anyway. It, it doesn't matter. It's Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum who was married was to Gina guy. Davis. <laughs> Oh, Gina Davis. I was thinking of. Uh, no, <laughs> no. He says I'm. He, he fired me. He put thumbs down. The boss is walking. He's put thumbs down. Oh my God! I can't freak out. He just went thumbs down on the window. <sighs> okay, I'll keep my clothes so on. Jeez, I think I'm on probation. <laughs> 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 oh, lordy. Uh, anyway. Uh, okay, okay. News, news. 410, 410. Come on, goofing around. Give me a break. Uh, let's see. Hunter Biden. Uh, now, he may still be testifying. I think he, uh, I don't know for sure, because this could go on for hours and hours and hours. And hopefully by tomorrow, or maybe later on, to, hopefully, well, maybe later on today, probably in the morning for sure, maybe later tonight. You know, James, hopefully James Comer, the committee chairman, will be talking about what was revealed. Uh, Hunter says uh, he did not involve his father in the businesses. House Republicans are uh, hunting him in their partisan political pursuit in the impeachment inquiry after his father. He says, I'm here to show one uncontestable fact that should end the false premise of the inquiry. I did not involve my father in my business, not in my investments or transactions, not as a board member, not as an artist. Never. They're, they're, (laughs) They're hunting him. They're hunting him. You know, that'd be a great anchorman name. Good evening. Here's the news. Hunt Tinkham reporting. Hunt Tinkham. <laughs> anyway. Uh, rather than follow the, t- the facts, if they've Lance been... Lance Blow. <laughs> Lance I worked with a guy named Dallas Rains. <laughs> it became very famous after he left me. Uh, let's see. He calls it all lies, stuff like that. And, and by the way... Oh, in fact, I want to talk about, we got, yeah, we got 411. Um, for the record, he says, Hunter Biden said his father was there for him. He, here's, a, here's his excuse, reflecting on his battle with addiction. His father was there for him. He helped save my life. He was love and support made it possible for me to get sober, stay sober, <clears throat> and rebuild my life as a father, husband, son, and brother. What he got in return for being a loving and supportive parent is a barrage of hate-filled conspiracy theories. Yeah, like you profited off your father. Your scumbag father was an enabler. He used you to make millions of dollars in your drug-addled state. Some father. Some stepmother. A bunch of freaking Cretan cannibals. I can't believe these people. He made it possible for me to get sober. Yeah, uh, he also made it possible to make millions of dollars for the family off of your uh, connections, which which, uh, didn't involve you, involved your old man. Even your brother got it. Hell, the granddaughter got money from the guy in Romania, Uncle Kauchescu. He said, his examples have references to my family. I was in the darkest days of my... Oh, 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 I love this part. He says, Republicans have taken my communications out of context, relied on documents that have been altered, and cherry-picked examples or snippets. Examples include references to my family. For example, oh, you mean like 10% for the big guy? How about that, Hunter? And he's going to say, well, uh, you know, that was, uh, that, was, that was my darkest days of addiction, unquote. Uh, that's my excuse. I was, just, uh, I was just fooling around. Yeah, yeah. Give me a freaking break. And by the way, I'll tell you what, in a second, um, I, we'll take a break here, Flounder. When we come back, L- Lauren Boebert is in the news, and the Democrats are all over her trying to compare what happened to her family with the Biden family. You're not going to freaking believe it. 
413, Kimber Pete Flounder on 106.3. Brutal. Story update here on uh, the Lake and Riley case too with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder. Did I stress you out? Four seventeen. My sweater is on backwards and inside out. Say <laughs> hi. I'm whiny little snot here. Oh, God, I hate her. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. That's wrong. We're, she's a guest on our show. Actually, we're playing her Flounder pick. Flounder's a musical director. <laughs> Oh, my God. A bucket of water on her. Shoot me. Oh, Jesus. Four, seven, I, I, I'm Mary and Joseph, the wonderful trio of happy loveliness in our lives. Uh, the 4 o'clock hours, I'll get to the thing here in a minute. I'm just trying to calm down. Uh, the 4 o'clock hours brought to you by Atlanta Safe House. Our buddies are the home of the Kimmer Safes. Yes, sir, you need a safe. You may not know what you do. Social security cards, special stuff. Learn more. at. You can go to their showroom in Ackworth or go to Atlanta Safe House. Dot com. Uh, now, Atlanta is Alanis Morissette. Grammy Award winners on this day in 1996 included this little pill-swallowing uh, album girl for Jagged Little Pill. Uh, best female rock vocal and best song for You Ought to Know. Nirvana got unplugged. Uh, un, I'm sorry. Nirvana's Unplugged won best alternative album. And Coolio, best rap with Gangsta's Paradise. In uh, 1996, that was a huge song. Everybody was playing that Gangster's Paradise thing. It was kind of a. It was. It was. It was almost. I think probably the first rap song that didn't didn't seem too offensive in its uh, attack type style. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about. It just seemed. It was almost like a flowing sort of a musical rap. I don't. Know, I'm. I'm. I'm an idiot. What can I tell you? I just. You know. I just. If I, I, you know. I took my freaking shirt off on on uh, YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, you did. I'm almost 80 years old. What, what the hell? <laughs> I, 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 it's coming. You know, this morning I couldn't remember. I was going upstairs to, and, and I couldn't remember where they'd already taken my shower. <laughs> and then I looked. I was, oh, I'm wearing this shirt. Yeah, okay. I, I took my shower already because I got a new shirt on. <laughs> I got that Wednesday shirt on. Yeah, I got Wednesday the, shirt. It's a little number on it. <laughs> it's three. I got the number three. You got your name on your underwear, too? No, it's just number three for what, third day? For what night? Two for the second month of the year. Well, no, but I can't. Well, of course, I can't wear it on a Saturday because then it would screw everything up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Uh, okay, where, I don't even know where I am right now. What the hell am I? I took off my shirt on YouTube. Dear God, my children. <laughs> Dad! <laughs> All right, hold on. Ooh, that formerly uh, naughty little Ray Don Chong has a birthday today. Little Ray Don is 63. Tommy Chong's daughter. She starred uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando. She was in the color purple. And what was the one where she wasn't she in the was she in the first one yeah, where she time. didn't talk and she just he turned her over she would turned over the guy trying to have sex with her to make love face to face for the first time at caveman thing right wasn't that the one quest for fire ah and she played it was like they were showing how they would just go up and take the girls when they're bent over the thing there and she was the first yeah. uh, first human being well you know this is true because it was in a movie to demand mm -hmm. that her lover actually show her the respect 
she deserves and being where he can see her and kiss her and be with her. Yes. And he, she discovered Chris Pratt. I think you told me that. And what, what were the, wasn't he like a, 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 a bagging her groceries or something stupid? Or uh, I forgot what happened. He was her waiter in a restaurant waiter. in Hawaii yeah. and made her laugh. And she says, you should go to L.A. and get into acting. And that's exactly what yeah. he did. A waiter. Yeah. Um, uh, what a great story. Well, hell, the guy uh, who used to play the president uh, had a, uh, flew his plane on the golf course. And uh, uh, he was also the one where he went over to, to uh, Ireland and they, 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 killed, they tried to kill Harrison him. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford was a carpenter. And a drug dealer. And a drug dealer. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I, he was. Okay, I believe you. And I was, think the man should be in prison. He sold weed. Well, then he yeah. should be a prisoner from this day onward. All right, hold everything. Uh, we're going to uh, do the Lauren Bober thing. What's the matter? Do, do a thing? Yeah, real quick. we got Swatoon on the line. Swatoon, man. We're going to update the Lake and Riley thing and also the uh, Lauren Bober to the news. Swatoon, you're on the radio, my friend. Happy Wednesday. What's up? Thank you. Did you hear about uh, Biden's new uh, promotional odd that's going to be coming up soon? His new promotional what? Odds that for the election. Oh, the really? Election. Yeah, what's new? Yeah, the, uh, because of Make America Great Again, MAGA, he decided to make his own, and they worked on it, and they came up with uh, Make America Stupid, uh, Make America make america badly stupid <laughs> and, and if you if you don't agree with them mobs will take care of you <laughs> it's kind of long to put on a bumper sticker <laughs> no good yeah, it was a wonderful try a wonderful wonderful try the man spent a lot of time on that ladies and gentlemen i i, I, I resent your hysterical reaction to the man trying to be a part of the program here with a kimmer pete and flounder my god man. The time. <laughs> well, all I can say is, please, dear God, please. Please, 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 please. We are paid professionals. Please, dear, please do not try this at home. No. Hey, hope, oh, sorry. Oh, hey, 423. Uh, now, uh, the, uh, <laughs> what's that? Didn't Mitch McConnell do something today? Or oh, I don't care about him. He's he's no he's not going to be speaker anymore. He's not going to be a, 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 a minority leader because you know whoever is the the head of the Republicans is either if they're in charge he's a speaker of the or he's the leader of the Senate Republican leader or he's the minority leader. And since Republicans are in the minority, he is the Senate minority leader, and he is no longer going to be the Senate minority leader because he's too old and and his wife, of course, is a, a direct link to communist China. Uh, and, uh, Donald, Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump keeps saying it, and he doesn't. He never denies it. I've never had him say he denied it. In fact, didn't they link her? I mean, directly they showed that she's got uh, uh, consulting companies or something. I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear. Anyway, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, anyway, so he's uh, he's not going to be the speaker or the. Uh, leader anymore. I, well, the I, one issue it does bring up is Senate seats. Well, that's the thing. The problem is that he, uh, the Kentucky governor, I believe, is a Democrat. Isn't that true? Yes. So if he quits, the Democrat governor of Kentucky is going to appoint a Democrat to replace him. So, so, the, so he's got to stick around. He's got to stick around until yeah, at least November. Not, well, he's not giving up his seat, I don't think. He's, no. uh, he's giving up his leadership, but he's not giving up his seat because otherwise he'd get another Democrat and he'd make it even worse, which, you know, which is something he probably would do. 
idiots. Uh, a quick update, and we'll do the uh, Lauren Bobert update, too. The Lincoln-Riley murder. Police now, that man, this is really making me steam. I had wondered about this when one of the charges against the uh, killer sloppy, a uh, suspected killer slob scumbag, it was uh, interfering with a 911 call. Well, here's the latest. Lake and Riley tried calling 911 when a Venezuelan murderer got to her. The uh, police in Athens, Clark County, will not release the call in response to public records request. I, I, I don't know how they can keep that out. If you make a public request for it, I think you have to release it. And they say if it's part of the investigation, but that's not going to last forever. You know, I mean, he's caught, so it's not, well, anyway, whatever. So, but we'll get it uh, eventually. The revelation, they say here, explains one of the charges against the suspect, scummity scum scum, related to violently interfering with a 911 call. They received a non-emergency call from a friend of Riley's reporting her missing when she uh, didn't show up. They did release other documents in the case revealing the uh, suspect's brother, Diego, another illegal Venezuelan sneak-in, uh, showed he had little regard for the law when he arrived in America. He uh, handed police a fraudulent green card, uh, tried to get a green card. It was, all, it was all fake. In his first encounter with Atlanta Clark County, uh, Athens Clark County Police, the brother sped past an officer on Atlanta Highway uh, going 80 and a 40. They stopped him. He had no license, no insurance, and he was drinking a can of Bud Light. Uh, the cop said, I opened the driver's door, ordered him to step out. He turned and began reaching inside the vehicle, so I dragged him out. The driver struggled. The brother, this is the killer's brother, struggled, brought to the ground, but there was a short struggle to handcuff him. He admitted in Spanish, because, of course, why would he try to speak English coming to his new country, you know? Why put that kind of pressure on him, a suspected scumbag? He admitted to drinking seven beers. And he did not have a driver's license. Uh, they announced charges against the other guy. Uh, they stopped him because he matched his brother's physical description, wearing the same outfit for something else. Um, anyway, now here's what kills me about this uh, 911 thing. He apparently... God, I, I was, I, I'm, trying, I'm thinking, I, I'm visualizing it, and, and I don't want to. He, my assumption is he wanted to rape her. I can't imagine he was just hiding in the bush and said, I think I'll kill the next girl that comes by. I assume he wanted to rape her. I, who knows? I, 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 he did whatever, and she fought back, and so he killed her. But think about this. She was alive enough after he did it, after he beat the crap out of her, almost killed her. She was alive enough to try to call 911 to get help to keep her alive. And he stopped her from making a call for help to keep her alive. He could have just run away. After he killed her, he ran away. I mean, my, you know, I mean can you imagine the, the, the black-hearted devil inside a person to have a girl that you wanted to, I assume, wanted to rape and beat, crushed her skull? I guess that's when he did it. Uh, she tried to call 911 to get help to keep her alive, and you have such little regard for human life that you not only stopped her from making the call, but then you actually disfigured her skull as, what, revenge for trying to turn you in, for trying to get help to try to stay alive? She set this guy on fire. If he's, if he's convicted, if he's convicted, let's, let's, yeah. let's do that. Let's have a chair. Hey, hey, Governor, how about a new law? From now on, anybody convicted of murdering a girl on a trail at the University of Georgia's campus area will be subjected to be setting on fire. How about that? Uh, you know, all, all in favor? Hmm. Jesus. 
I mean, this is unfreaking believable. And, and by the way, okay, now you got this case about the Hunter Biden you were talking about, too. Guess what? Lauren Boebert's in the news, and here's why. For all the wrong reasons, of course, has nothing to do with her. Lauren Boebert's 18-year-old son, Tyler, has been arrested for a string of vehicle and property thefts, uh, criminal possession of a financial device, um, auto trespass, intent to commit a crime, uh, false ID stuff, um, I mean, you know, stuff like that. So here's this leftist is coming on social media now saying, wow, will Republicans now demand that Lauren Boebert be impeached? It was her son. Will they support the release of her son's private laptop publicly? He was arrested yesterday of a string of vehicle and property thefts facing 22 charges. Are Republicans going to make as much a big deal out of this for the next three years like they did for Hunter Biden? Uh, to me, the crimes of a politician's son shouldn't mean anything when it comes to that politician serving his country. Uh, golly. Uh, one, just one quick reaction. We'll let, we'll let the guy on my phone handle this. Uh, sir, <clears throat> Hunter Biden collected bribes from foreign entities on behalf of his father. There's nothing that compares to that level of corruption. I mean, the Democrats are now going to say, well, you know, if you have sons, daughters, what's the difference? <laughs> Dear Lord. Honestly, I, I don't know how they I don't know how they get off doing this kind of stuff, and it does never stops. Jeez, all right, four thirty. Uh, Flounder's funny's coming up, and uh, holy crap, it's sports and uh, Peach tweets, and uh, we got all your stuff here. Uh, and oh my goodness, uh, the latest on the sleazy sleezers and Will Ferrell, and I had not heard about this Cal Ripton thing with Kevin Costner and the wife. Uh, it's been going around for years. The first I've heard of it, and you'll hear about it in a second with the camera, Pete and Flounder, four thirty. Masturbation uh, uh, Surgeon General girl uh, uh, under Clinton. Uh, Josh, Elder, jo- Jocelyn Elders. Elder, remember her? Jocelyn Elder? Uh, and she got caught. <laughs> she, oh, my God. She actually uh, she actually suggested at some major hearing that one of the best ways to prevent uh, early uh, pregnancy in girls is to teach them masturbation. <laughs> Uh, and I remember when they were talking, they interview, they were talking to her about uh, modern music and affecting people or something. And they, uh, they, and she, they said, uh, "Well, you do listen, uh, listen to groups like so and so." Oh, she said, "Oh, I love Eric Clapner. I love Eric Clapner. One of my Eric Clapner, one of my favorite artists." <laughs> Jocelyn Elders, dear Lord. Well, on this day in 1994, Eric Clapton played his 100th performance at London's Royal Albert Hall. That was an aid of the Children in Crisis charity. A young Clapton first graced the Royal Albert Hall's famous stage in 1964. That was 30 years earlier with the uh, Yardbirds as part of a BBC special. What's that? Point of query, yes. uh, Mr. Kimmer. Yes, thank you so much. Are you not the same person no. now mocking Jocelyn Elder who earlier in yeah. the show yeah. 
called Ashley Merchant Trump's lawyer Natalie Merchant? I never said Natalie, damn it. I said Ashley. You can look it up. You can go back and get the timestamp and find out I said Ashley Merchant because I was thinking about how the much? name Ashley because the morning show how and much? we had this story were saying that they were talking about how some woman said was complaining that her little daughter said names like Ashley and now old people names like Margaret or Bertha or something like that. And so I remembered I was seeing, I was seeing a name Ashley in regard to this lady lawyer and so I think I said Ashley instead of Natalie. <laughs> how much you want about $19. All right, $19. That I said what I believed. That's my bet. Flounder, you know what to I'll do. bet you $19. I'll split it with I, you, Flounder. I'll bet $19 I'll that I said what I believed. I'll, I'll bet take that. that bet. 10 to 9, Flounder. <laughs> I'll split it with you. <laughs> you bastards. Uh, our birthday list. Oh, yeah. You're going to go around, around yourself. Yeah. Bernadette Anastasia Peters. Oh. Oh, yeah. Bernadette Peters. 76. 76. Bernadette Peters. Lenora Rendell on The Good Fight. Uh, she was two, two Steve Martin movies, of course, The Jerk and Pennies from Heaven. She's a little devil, just a little, a little, just like a little Short, gymnast. Short, cute little. face yeah, yeah. and buxom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like a little yeah. gymnast with, you know, I mean, just, uh, yeah. That, yeah, that same. A little, little mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah. What's the matter? Oh, our history list today includes, oh, damn it, I did it again. Crap, I was going to have Flounder pay the theme from the, do you know what I'm talking about by chance? Have you have any idea what I'm talking about? It was in history today. Uh, I'd have to take a game. Never mind. No, no, don't do it. That's okay. I'll, I'll get to it later. I, I, I'm going to come in there in a minute and, and do it for you. Um, uh, let's see. Four, here's our number, 404-741-1230. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, we're going to play something for you here. In case you didn't hear uh, Mayor Pimp from Athens, uh, Georgia, blaming everybody but himself and his Democrats for what happened to uh, Lake and Riley. Uh, we're going to play that for you in a second. And while we do, uh, let me announce to you that we have tickets to give away. We have a pair of tickets to go see Dr. Jordan Peterson. He's the guy with the famous We Who Wrestle With God tour coming to State Farm Arena March 15th. God, that's two weeks in a, a couple of days. It's all 29th leap day is tomorrow. Wow. Anyway, Jordan B. Uh, Jordan B. Peterson, psychiatrist, professor, author, podcaster, comes to State Farm Friday, March 15th. And we're giving away tickets today, tomorrow, and Friday. So here are uh, the first uh, pair of tickets. We will get Flounder. Let's do this. We'll get first pair of tickets. We'll go to the first person who uh, hopefully was listening even just a few minutes ago. Make this one easy. Uh, who can tell Flounder why the Kimmer might have really embarrassed himself on YouTube. And first person who in knows the entire what, world. I don't, I don't. Thanks a lot. You know, I thought it was like a live shot, and that's the end of it. You know, they don't have kinescope on everything anymore. You don't have to keep a hand. Oh God, Pete's flipping with his nip. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> anyway, the first person knows what the hell I did to myself, like an idiot. God, that's going to be. Every, is that going to be every? Am, am I? Am I going to look like a freak? Was it horrible? I mean, was it like? Oh God, who's that? Well, I mean, again, I played audio today, and it's some music, so it may be blocked. <laughs> Sometimes it's blocked. Oh, I mean. well, <laughs> what was shocking is all the weight you've lost in last year, and still there were flabs of folds hanging over your belt. It was well, I, I'm, I'm leaned over. I'm sitting and leaned over in a chair. You try it. God. I got out of the pool. I just got out of the pool. Uh. <laughs> <I was drinking. laughs> what do you expect? I'm sitting. I'm leaning. I'm sitting. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. 
I mean, Doug is our wiener, so we can congratulate Doug. Doug. Congratulations. Doug. Jordan B. Peterson, March 15th. There you go. All right. Now, uh, today in Athens, uh, President Pimp Weasel, uh, I'm sorry, President Mayor of Athens, uh, Mayor Jelly, uh, Kelly Gertz, uh, took to the podium to blame everybody in America who's Republican or a conservative or a member of Congress and Republican and conservative for what happened on his precious freaking uh, campus area. Uh, here's a couple of sound bites. Here's number one. And listen to the crowd who are there to listen to what this mayor of Athens had to say. That term means different things to different people depending on the context of the discussion. Uh, we know what Many of the elements. Many of the elements. We are here to listen. We are here to listen. There will be time for questions. You are guilty and got blood on your head for this murder, sir. Many of the aspects that are ascribed to sanctuary cities are things that are disallowed by Georgia law. And we contribute a document every year to the Georgia Department of Audits, indicating ah, that we do not Audits respond to these definitions under state law. Yeah, we don't want to. That's not what he said before. No policies yeah. have been adopted Please by the mayor and commission that have created sanctuary city status in Sir, Athens. You need to resign. One protocol resign. that sometimes arises. Resign. By the way, uh, I just mentioned a minute ago that this uh, scumbag killer's brother fought with a cop, admitted he'd been drunk, driving, and uh, no license, no insurance, no nothing, didn't even speak English. Uh, and by the way, both brothers, including the uh, murderer, a uh, suspected murderer, and his uh, scumbag brother, uh, were also uh, involved with the arrests with the Athens Clark County Police Department, including just last September. A shoplifting case, they stole 200 bucks from a local Walmart store, and guess what? They got out! So Mayor Pimpface, uh, Athens Mayor Kelly Gertz, what are you talking about? You're really cracking down on illegals uh, committing crimes, aren't you? How did they get out? Athens police had them. How did they get out? How is it possible that an illegal sneaking invader, alien, comes over to our country and disrespects our new country for him by committing a crime? And again, if that happens, go right to jail, finish your sentence for the jail for the crime you committed, and then pow, you're out. And forever. You're gone. Deported. You lost your privilege to try to become an American resident, let alone citizen. If you come over here and disrespect our laws and break our laws, it's over. Well, that's not true, of course. That's only my opinion. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, uh, founder cut number two of this uh, pimpy-faced mayor uh, blaming everybody but himself for what's been going on in America. Check this. Well, 2019 was not that long ago. No, it was You right. might remember the dynamic we were living in mm. in the late teens in this country. Where you had the President of the United States speaking in the most vile terms about people who were foreign-born. Republican, Republican attacking And you had that Trump. notion metastasizing yeah. in places like Charlottesville. This in the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. Uh -huh. The data demonstrates that the two are yeah, not connected. Not connected at all, no. You just had a brutal murder because in your own wait, wait, federal immigration wait, wait. policy on localities has <laughs> been under such consistent discussion in recent months. Discussion. Do you want to say a few words about this? It's my 18th year as a local government policymaker. Oh, Lord. And my work has overlapped with four U.S. presidencies yeah. and numerous iterations of Congress. All of them have failed to reach agreement on how to handle immigration. Oh, they fail. Oh, God. Yeah, they, I guess they, they just all failed. <laughs> they did. I'll be done. So let me and ask you this, Mayor. Was it 2018? Yeah. Yeah. 
that he said it was a sanctuary city? Yeah. I mean, these people, they're talking on both sides of their mouth. And it's all the mayor of Denver. It just said, oh, my God, we're going to start cutting off all our city employees who work in the parks and recreation department down to zero. We have that audio of him the saying people. it. The Say it. Say oh, oh, here we go. Let's play, play it. it. Thank you, Flounder. The Athens-Clark County Unified Government is welcoming to people from all lands and backgrounds and strives to foster a community where individuals and families of all statuses feel safe, are able to prosper, and can breathe free. Uh, gee, isn't that welcoming illegal invaders? We, they, we want all them status. to be free? How, how about the ones who murder the people who actually are free Americans? By being actual Americans. This is, this is just absolutely appalling. Democrats. God, why do you vote for these people? And I expect to see a, 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 a statue. I expect to have a, a Lake and Riley memorial. I expect to have protests. I, you know what they did for freaking George Floyd? For a, for a criminal, career criminal, who fought with cops. They tried to save him for 40 minutes. He kept escaping the police car. And finally, they used the exact method taught in the police department, by the way, in that city, to hold him down so he couldn't get away again. And he died of a drug overdose. And those cops are in prison for more than 20 freaking years. Good Lord. End Wokeness tweeted this. 26 million protested in 2020 on behalf of a criminal who died while resisting arrest with a fatal dose of fentanyl in his system. How many will march for Lake and Riley? Will there be streets named after her? Will she have her own televised funeral? Will they be kneeling for her in Congress? No. She was a white nursing student, had no criminal record, and her killer was a non-white illegal alien let in by Joe Biden. If he had been wearing a MAGA hat... Mm-hmm. You suppose a reaction? We'd uh, from all be rounded up. That's right. I mean, this is this, this is so. Uh, what the hell's going on in our country? I mean, this is this is the greatest divide of of this ridiculous issue. How did how did this even become an issue? What the hell is going? I mean, think about the modern day America. We have a, an incredible division on the border. This never should have been an issue. How come we we think we can allow seven million or eight million people to sneak in here and we'll take care of them? That's never been a, a, a program ever, ever, ever. All the hell, putty tat. All the Democrats said we got to close the border. They all said it. All of a sudden, now it's a whole big freaking thing. And it's leading to murder and the drugs and the fentanyl and the Chinese link and all that stuff. That's just one issue, the border. And then you got the issue dividing the country of freaking gender. All of a sudden, now you can't, you, you know, have that, that, that state representative walked out because the guy said, uh, yes, sir, and it's actually a, guy, a girl wanted to be a guy. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, what the hell's going on around here? These aren't real issues. They're being, we're being divided by these freaking liberals looking for power. Good Lord. 446, Kim repeat and Flounder. Yeah, that's right, baby. Peter Gorn. I got you done. Four fifty, Kim repeat and Flounder. With you two. On this very day in 1983, YouTube released their third studio album produced by Steve Lillywhite. The album has come to be regarded as YouTube's first overtly political album. Songs like Sunday Bloody Sunday and New Year's Day, War became the band's first number one album in UK, knocking Michael Jackson's thriller from the top spot. The boy on the cover of the album is Peter Rowan, the brother of Bono's friend 
Googie, Googie, Jugie, G-U-G-G-I, Googie, I guess, from the Virgin Prunes. <laughs> you know, I'm, if I'm having a prune, by God, I want a virgin one because, you know, the, the uh, slutty prunes are a little, you know, kind of grody. I'm sorry. Hey. Yeah. Have you ever had a lemon plum? A uh, lemon plum. A lemon plum. I don't think so. I don't think I know what that is. I don't think I've ever heard of that. I, isn't there a different kind of plum yeah. that's uh, 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 other than... I've never heard of that one. I think there's another kind of plum, too. I love plums. If they're cherry sweet, I, I don't... Cherry you know, cherry plums. Yeah, actually, you got me on those. In fact, I bought you some of those one day. Remember mm. that? And then I find yeah. some at Publix and brought mm. them into the podcast thing. Uh, uh, I love plums, but too many are bitter. If they're, if they're all sour, I don't like sour. I want sweet plums. And you can't, I don't know if you can tell other than how uh, soft or ripe they are. I don't know. Anyway, hold on. We got a phone call because I'm going to do a thing here in a minute. 451. First, we're, I'm going to even start up my thing here. Yeah, to do. Uh, here we go. Uh, birthday, birthday. Uh, John Turturro, 67, supreme character actor. Boy, has he been in a lot of movies. Oh, brother, where art thou? Uh, Pino in Do the Right Thing, Seymour in the Transformers movies, Mob Boss Carmine Falcone in The Batman, he was in Miller's Crossing, uh, Rounders, Barton Fink, I mean, John Turturro, 67, and uh, Quiz Show. Wasn't he in Quiz Show? Yeah, he was the guy in Quiz Show who got the answers, and, and nobody knew it until uh, later, I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, oh, Flounder? Uh, finally, I went in and asked Founder to, <laughs> to do what I wanted to do as we bring in a memory of on our history list from the past. Forty-one years ago, 1983, Goodbye, Farewell, Amen, the title at the end of its 11th season, the final episode of MASH on CBS. It was a special two-and-a-half-hour finale watched by 106 million people. That's about 80% of anybody who had a TV the most watched program in TV history. 1983, goodbye, Mac. Who'd have thought that a, a comedy about a, a hospital in a war zone uh, would be amusing? But it was well done. Uh, 4.53. Okay, now. Uh, was the final episode the episode where that one, the character died and half the actors didn't know that he was going to die? Yeah, McLean Stevenson. Oh, was that it? Yeah. I don't remember. Was that, no, I was don't that remember. the final? Was that the yeah. final show? No, that wasn't the final show. That was about halfway through. Yeah, that, yeah. Stevenson that wasn't the last the one. But you're right. That's right. That's right. They didn't know. I, I guess they didn't want him because uh, it would be more realistic. I forgot. Totally yeah, because in, the, about in that. the scene, you actually hear one of the medical yeah. devices drop, which wasn't planned. Yeah. Everybody kept it in there because wow. it was. What an, what an unusual series. And great actors for the parts. Well, the first three years were funny, and then they started getting just completely political on everything, and they lost all the humor. Yeah, in I it. Well, I stopped. I, I watched the first couple of years, and that was it. I, it jumped to shark for me. I don't remember what, what the reason was, but I remember stopped watching it. Uh, 454. Okay, now this is incredible. There's a rumor been going around, one of, the, one, one of the infamous urban legends in baseball and Hollywood. Will Ferrell was on a podcast the other day, and he said... Uh, they, were, they were talking about the infamous theory about the Orioles uh, baseball club, the Baltimore Orioles, and how they wanted to make sure that Cal Ripton, uh, Ripken did not lose his chance at setting the record for most games played because he had hurt his hand. And so the Baltimore Orioles faked a way to have the power electrical issue knocked out at Camden Yards in 1997 so the Orioles wouldn't have to be, wouldn't be playing a ball game so that we, he wouldn't have to sit out with an injury. Therefore, the next time he played, he'd be well again. So they wanted to make the, okay, see what I mean? Now, the theory was, though, here's the theory. 
The theory revolves around Cal Ripken catching actor Kevin Costner in bed with Ripken's wife. And he got so obviously upset that he beat up the Bull Durham star, Kevin Costner, and hurt his hand, which would have stopped him from playing in the game that night. Cosner and Ripken have both repeatedly denied it happened, but the theories continued to persist among Baltimore folklore and the Internet. There was a point in the streak where he was getting toward the end where the game was called due to the electricity going out at the Baltimore Baseball Stadium. Will Farrell even said, and then they had to call the game. That was a power out, as he says, I'm kind of believing the theory. The story is he caught him cheating with his wife, and he can't play tonight, and so they cut the lights. Now, here's the thing. A bank of lights at the outfield never was able to come on, and the power issue only if impeached Camden Yards and no other part of the city. <laughs> it was only that one spot. Now, there's no evidence to support claims that they uh, had ever gotten into a brawl or they engaged in any inappropriate with a guy's wife there. But still, uh, it's uh, it's uh, persevered all this time. Now, do we have uh, somebody to uh, comment about this, Flounder? I think, is he still there? Yes, sir. We got Jaybird. Jaybird, yeah, you know it, man. You're out of radio. Is this true? Have you heard about this? Well, yes, sir. Uh, good to see you. Uh, talk to you, Cameron. Um, I heard this in real time. When it happened, really, because Don, Don Sutton, it was um, he was working for some car dealerships and stuff. Those guys came in every day and they had drinks, and they told me that story that very day. Really, when that happened, absolutely true story. And and, and you, I tried to tell people, and nobody believed me. I thought, well, okay, you know, it's Hollywood or whatever, but. True story, you know. As you now, would that, come how, in and talk how, across the bar, how would you? How would they know, or how? Did, how were they able to convince you that that they just hadn't heard about it? Um, anybody else after that? Because you know, you tell a story and people go, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." <laughs> after a while, you just give up. Yeah. Well, I just wondered if they, I mean, did one of them see it? I mean, do one of them talk to the guy who did it or anything? Or I mean, was there an eyewitness? Or uh, I mean, how did it keep going? Well. I mean, Don Sutton's a pretty good, you know, he yeah. worked for these people who told me, you know, that was scuttlebutt. Oh, absolutely. But, and uh, that's, I've always thought about that and thought about it and nobody believed me until yeah. now. All of a sudden it pops up. What do you, I don't know what. Yeah. Well, Don Sutton, I, believe, I would what? believe the late Don Sutton, Hall of Famer, Atlanta guy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Hey, Jay Burr, thanks, man. <laughs> Have a good one. They were married. For 30 years, and they got divorced in 2016, well after he had set the record, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, he'd done, you know, he had the record, so there's no sense in, you know. 30 years, <laughs> time for a trade in, right? Yeah, yeah. 30 years, wow. Uh, 458. <laughs> by the way, neither one of us will say yeah, that. Uh, well, I, yeah, I would have been married like 60 years if I'd stayed with my starter wife, the one who loved me. By the way, coming up, I don't know what's going on. We'll, we'll update the news at the top of the hour on uh, the politics and the latest on the uh, 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 Lake and Riley stuff like that. But also coming up, there's a Dear Abby about an incredible love relationship issue. Also, the ex-girlfriend of Josh Allen is all over social media and doing something which to me is totally embarrassing to him. And Kristen Cavallari, or Calaveri is back in the news over her new love thing and her relationship. Oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. In light of, remember yesterday, we had that uh, that uh, comment from the girl on social media saying, girls, if you want to know how to please a man, it's really pretty simple. Let him be a man and let him have a, you be the safe space. In fact, we should maybe play that again if we still have it. But again, there's like three different stories on the love relationship stuff. 
And it's all, and I don't, it's, it's happening a lot. So we'll talk about that stuff coming up here uh, with the camera feed and flounder. Also, the whole country is making fun of Terrence Bradley. The lawyer was on the stand yesterday getting roasted by Steve Sadow when he had to admit, uh, yeah, did you uh, did you print this, the fact that there was a relationship started before uh, you said it wasn't? He went, oh, dang. And they caught him saying, oh, and it's all over the world is now talking about this. When he admitted that the question was absolutely was true, they started before they said they did with a floozy fanny and her lover boy that she hired and put on the payroll. Anyway, uh, here we go. Fulton County, freaking disgrace. Thank you, Democrats. We're laughing stocks again. Nice going. Anyway, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder, 404-741-1230 if you want to join us. 404-741-1230. Coming up on 5 o'clock. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Little Jamie Raskin. I hate that little puke-headed scumbag. Well, he, he's a he's the biggest liar in the history of the world. He, he's a snotty little scuzzhead who's saying, well, there's no evidence to anything. <laughs> oh, Lordy. I mean, he's just a big freaking liar. And he's all saying, well, the deposition with Hunter today was great because he showed there's nothing there. Uh, we won. It's over. It's going to be fantastic. Got some, I got some audio of him, actually. Oh, excellent. Through. Outstanding. It's just a uh, flounder right to the minute with the Kevin Pete and Flounder Show 504. Here you go. What do you got there? The constitutional standard for impeachment yes. is treason, bribery, bribery, bribery. and other high Crimes and misdemeanors. High crimes. Uh, we're still waiting for our Republican friends to articulate what they think uh, the high crime and misdemeanor is. In this case, <laughs> well, we have gotten extremely uh, far afield uh, from the no, constitutional I'm... standard. Uh, nobody can state on their side what they think uh, Joe Biden did, even as a private citizen, uh, that would constitute some kind of criminal offense. Um, their most recent star witness, Alexander Smirnov, is now in jail. Oh, here we go. Uh, being held as Russian a flight risk Trump. Uh, after being indicted by uh, the special counsel who was named by Donald Trump, <laughs> David Weiss, for lying to the FBI Russian and collusion. creating a false documentary 
uh, record. So this Moving. has been a comedy of errors from the beginning. Yeah, uh, proving, therefore, that Sky Smirnoff, proving that the entire Russian collusion thing is true because he had lied about the Biden family being involved. Well, by the way, just because he said something to the FBI after being on their payroll for 10 years doesn't change the facts. Uh, the crimes committed. Uh, let's get to the money. Where did the money go? Where did it come from? How many shell companies were there? And what did they get for their money? You have to ask the people, what did you do in return for the $7 million? Where did the money go? How did you divvy it up? And why? I mean, you've got to follow the money. And then I hope that there's some kind of link. Oh, in fact, I just found a story like this. Uh, I'm going to look for it while I speak. I hope there's some kind of actual link uh, to some uh, policy that uh, President Showers with daughter did while he was getting money. Okay, here's the story just coming. I'm reading it off my uh, iPad right now. Come on, break up. Uh, a major donor to California sleazebag Gavin Newsom benefited from California's minimum wage exemption pushed by the governor. Here's the story. A uh, major donor to Gavin Newsom is going to reap the benefit of an, uh, an obscure exemption to California's new $20 minimum wage law for the fast food industry. But the exemption will allow restaurants baking and selling bread as a standalone item to continue paying the current rate of $16. Guess who that involves? Uh, let's see. See if you can involve maybe any company that uh, might have given money to the uh, governor. Uh, maybe someone in some... Uh, how about Panera Bread? Oh, my golly. Uh, Panera Bread, another fast food chain, is uh, after donating uh, to Governor Newsom, is uh, going to be able to get out of the uh, minimum wage $20 thing. Uh, you know, just uh, kind of a, stuff like that. Kind of a thank you. You know, you donate and you get a little break here. That's what we're looking for. Uh, but again, the fact that he raised money, and I think the fact that he enabled his son to be a, you know, well, whatever he did and let him do it in order to make money for the family is just, to me, it's just uh, appalling, disgusting, disgraceful. And they call it, and he, he's not a great father helping his son get sobriety. He was using his son, and he, uh, yeah, he did anything his son wanted because he was afraid his son's going to turn on him. Can you imagine if Hunter Biden got ticked off and turned on Joe? And told the actual truth, the way he turned on his stepmother. He called her a, uh, a, uh, uh, yeah, a, uh, a, uh, yeah, what? a running pygmy, let's say. <laughs> uh, the old, uh, you know, switcheroony there. Uh, and a couple of different, oh, he hated her. He, he, oh, he, he called her all kinds of names. Huh. Anyway, God, 508. Kimmer, Feet, and Flounder, how's it going? Uh, and again, he denies anything, that he did anything. And uh, so, I, 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 you know, I, I hope to hell they keep, you know, keep saying, here we go. But I hope I hope there's some, uh, I hope, why don't they show the, the money? Uh, we keep hearing about the money trail. And, and like 24 shell companies? Well, where are they? Where are those banks? How about the, uh, you know, 185 banker uh, check marks? That, and most companies don't get any ever. If you're a bad company, you might get one or two check marks from a bank transaction thing saying this is a little fishy. Hunter Biden's company got like 180 of them. More than any company in the history of the world. Get those bankers in there. Testify why you did that check mark. What was wrong with the money? I mean, if you broke banking laws, you broke banking laws. And if daddy got the money, you know, you get a, you get a money for, you got 200 grand from China, and then that same to the brother, James, and that same day he writes 200 grand check to Joe. Oh, it was a loan. A loan. <laughs> what kind of loan was it, actually? I mean, come on, they're just faking it. Well, that's what you got to get to the bottom of it. That's how they'll get them. All right, 509.
Uh, Pete Scott, can I do a couple a couple of quick things here? Just I I, I don't know what's going on. Yesterday we played uh, some uh, comments from a woman on social media who said, ladies, if you have a boyfriend or a husband who runs all the time with his engine light on, uh, he's got his, is there something wrong with him, his engine light's on, but he's still going to drive 150 miles an hour. He's not going to the doctor. He's not going to say he's sick. He's not going to, you know, do this. He's, he's a guy. He does what he does. You know, he's, he's not going to change, stuff like that. So your goal as a woman, it doesn't mean that you have to be less of a person. Your goal is to understand him and be his safe place so that he is equipped well enough to be the person you want in your life. I mean, it basically was, you know, the way you, you submit to the needs of a man, not only in the fact that you identify them and are willing to be part of his life so that he will do everything to make you the best person you can be. I, you know, relationships and stuff. And I don't think most women feel that way. I think especially lately, I think there's a lot of crap going on. And we got, I, we, I've been talking a lot about the Taylor Swift and, and Travis Kelsey and stuff like this. Well, uh, two things in the news today, in the very news today, quarterback Josh Allen was with Brittany Williams for 10 years. All of a sudden, she's all over social media, and she's having a ball showing all of her dancing and flirting and having fun with all the men in New York. She is now publicly on her little webcast, and a podcast, saying, man, I'm having sex in the city just like the TV show. Man, this is great. I'm having so much fun. I finally learned what I like. I finally have the ability to be myself after 10 years with somebody, and I'm so happy now to be all over dating and having all these men. Jeez. That's quarterback Josh Allen. Here's one more. Jay Cutler used to be married to uh, Kristen Calaveri, who's 37 years old. And now she's dating a former college football player who's 24. And she, uh, they got divorced after seven years, and she says, oh, he makes me so happy. I'm so wonderful. It's just the wonderful, the loving, happy, wonderful. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, so uh, and then there's this. This I, get, this I find hard to believe. i got to put my uh, frog Listen in here. Listen to this. Sorry to be to say that. Uh, Dear Abby, my wife of 26 years is having an affair with another married man. We have teenage kids and so does he. She's been having him over and meeting him out for the last four months. The kids have noticed how she takes off in the middle of the day for hours to do a solo hike. Quote, my teenage daughter's been calling me at work frantic, saying mom is not answering either of her phones and was supposed to pick me up at the agreed upon location. He says my wife claims to love us both and wants to continue both relationships. It's sad. He, come on, he's right. He says, it's sad this has happened. He's the manager of a local business, and I encounter him from time to time. I want to ask him how he thinks this is okay. What should I do? So, signed, sharing her in Massachusetts. <clears throat> oh, whoa, 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 Abby, let me, let, let me jump in. On, let me take this one, okay? Let me, let me take this one. <laughs> Dear Sharing. Okay, you put the barrel of your gun in his mouth, and then you say, Sir, with all due respect... If you ever come anywhere near my wife again, the taste in your mouth right now is going to be the last taste you'll ever experience. Do I make myself clear? (laughs) Thank you so much. Don't forget that. And then you go home and you tell your wife what you just did. So if she wants to go running to lover boy to comfort him, he's going to say, no, 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 don't come over here. As you're packing all the crap and putting it on the sidewalk, that is. But that, you know, I mean, my God, what are you talking about, mister? Are you idiot? What's the matter with men? There are no men. What's the matter with men? God, I, I can't believe yeah. it. And Solo. it's all over the place. Solo hike. She was climbing something, all right? Yeah, she was. <laughs> Dear Abby, what do I do? What do I do? 
Oh, you can act like a man. <laughs> Godfather, I Godfather. don't know. <laughs> you won't put me in the movie. <laughs> I made for like that, I made for that movie. <laughs> Five thirteen. Holy crap! It's sports coming up with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder right here. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, and Flounder's funny too. Coming up, I swear, I swear. <laughs> Did I just hear the the commercial said that the uh, join the Braves and Shoshani, whatever his name is, and in, in September, the Braves don't play the Dodgers till September. How is that possible? Anyway, hold on, five left. Holy crap! It's sports with B. Davis. Braves erupted for three runs in the top of the ninth to tie the Phillies this afternoon, 7-7 seven to seven in Clearwater. Excellent. But A.J. Smith-Shalver, not a happy day. The starter oh. gave up two homers, three earned runs, and just two innings. Oh. And so it's early. Well, it's it's early. they're so. testing, uh, trying new grips and spin rates and stuff. Absolutely. That's, all That's right. a slider. They're yeah. working on that slider. It's all good, yeah. The good news is Michael Harris II and Chadwick Tromp both homered. Ooh. Tromp's a two-run blast. First baseman Bryson Horn also went long for Atlanta. He drove in two. It's Michael's second dinger of the spring, a majestic moonshot for Ooh, Michael Harris II. Excellent. So it looks good. Excellent. Some very, very sad news here. Five months ago, former Pirates and Red Sox knuckleballer Tim Wakefield lost yeah. his battle with brain cancer. Now comes word that his wife, Stacy has died from pancreatic cancer. Yeah, Passed away at home, surrounded by family. The Wakefield's two children are college age. And have lost both parents to cancer in the last half year. Brutal, brutal, brutal. brutal. Yeah. You got to wonder what, what, the, what are the odds of that? Yeah. Or maybe they were around something that gave them the cancer or whatever. Well, That's, yeah. you know, I'd be looking into that. Yeah. Uh, the Orioles have signed former Braves right-hander Julio Tehran to a minor league contract. No Julio's one game under 500 for his career. Played for the Brewers last season, so hopefully huh. he can do something in the old. He had America. a couple of good years and about a little while ago. I remember that. He had a few good years yeah. here. He was, yes, a, star- he he was yeah. a starting pitcher opening day a lot. That's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like the beer-drinking public is not falling for Bud Light's media blitz to make <laughs> you forget about shoving a mentally confused tranny down your throats <laughs> last year. Despite deals with UFC and comedians like Shane Gillis and yet another stupid commercial with Peyton Manning, yeah. Bud Light still ended up number two behind Modelo Especial for Super Bowl beer sales. And I'm surprised they're still number two. Who the hell is still drinking Bud Light? I don't know. Not me. Not me. Not me. Here's another reason Bill Belichick is unemployed. The annual NFL Players Association report cards released today. You know uh, how report cards were oh, so much fun. Oh yeah, mom, you got revealed sign this. that the, <laughs> the, uh, the yeah, do you ever? T- I actually changed it once. I, they did it in pencil oh, yeah, once. And that was a mistake. <laughs> we've all yeah. done it. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, yeah I got it right here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Patriots players were not happy about Belichick. He was given a rank of B minus overall, and he ranked 27th among the 32 coaches. Only 55% Ooh. of players feel that Belichick was efficient with their time and felt that he was rarely willing to listen to the locker room. In both those categories, wow. he ranked 31st among peers. There's Holy. only 32 teams. Only one coach was rated worse. His protege, Josh McDaniels, 
who was fired by the Raiders from his second NFL head coaching job. Good so there. Do you have the whole list there? I mean, who, who are the good uh, – is it like the best coaches according to the players and staff? Or yeah. I, I forgot the uh, players. Yeah. Uh, can, do you have the list there? Uh, uh, I don't have the list, but I do know this. The Chiefs got some really bad uh, rankings for their uh, facilities. Really? But Andy Reid is like – if not the yeah. top, at the top. Yeah, of, I think they uh, love they're liking, life. They like yeah. that. Look at them. And, and the Bengals have always been cheap, but this is ridiculous. Their stadium is substandard. According to the Cincinnati Inquirer, approximately 50% of the showers don't work. Whoa. They either don't provide warm water or there isn't enough water pressure. They face consistent plumbing issues that limit the amount of functioning toilets that the players can use. And having been there, I'm surprised the Brown family doesn't just have Roman-style outhouses that empty right into the Ohio River, frankly. How is that possible? That the, I mean, honestly, how, would, how could that franchise and that coach allow that to happen? I, I don't, I don't get it. The Brown family's cheap. And, and by the way, outside, Jesus. the stadium was beautiful. It was once an architectural digest. It's yeah. beautiful. Of course, that escalator. If you if you don't like heights, don't get on one of those escalators. That that place scares the hell out of you. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going up to the upper deck at the at the World World Series in Toronto. I thought I, thought I was going to faint. I mean, it's, it's, that's that's higher than airplanes fly <laughs> coming into cities and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, at least the Chiefsaholic is behind bars. The former Kansas City Chiefs number one fan who wore wolf costumes to home games for some reason uh, has seen his career in crime come to a close. No, no. The real fan named Xavier Babadar oh. arrested after police responded to reports of a robbery at an Oklahoma credit union. Ooh. Well, today, Babadar pleaded guilty to three charges in federal court, bank robbery, money laundering, and transporting stolen property. Oh, my God. He, he went on a, sh- a robbing spree <laughs> like a like a. He wore a wolf costume (laughs) into the banks like some lycanthropic John Dillinger and robbed banks across the the Midwest until they caught him. Well, that's where the money is, like Dillinger said, you know. That's true. That, why do you rob now, banks? It wasn't Dillinger. Who was? Wasn't Dillinger? It was a little bank robber said that. It wasn't John Dillinger? I think that. that was Dillinger. He said that. Why do you rob banks? Because that's where the money is. Yeah. I well, don't think I it was think Bonnie it was... and Clyde. No, no, I can't remember. Anyway, or Pretty Boy Floyd, or you know, no, Machine Gun Kelly. I'll, I'll try to look it up. You know, Machine Gun Kelly actually went to Mississippi State. I did I not know that. Know but what did he major in? I wonder. <laughs> Autopsies, <or> yeah. <laughs> body <laughs> parts. <laughs> yeah, uh, criminology. Uh, the Hawks spanked the Jazz one twenty four to ninety seven in State Farm last night. See, I told you you should have gone. You would have had a good time. I could have had a wonderful night. time. Jalen Johnson led with 22 points and 13 rebounds. And remember last week when I told you about a prep school in Massachusetts had a mentally confused boy playing on the girls' basketball team and injured three girls and another team so badly they had to forfeit the game? Well, they finally come to their senses and they bench the boy before he really hurts a girl badly. God. Fine. Just kidding. Oh, oh. Oh, no. Oh, you got me good. You definitely got me. The school? The school has doubled down, no triple down, on keeping the tranny not only on the girls' basketball team, but on two more girls' teams and other sports. Wow. So you got to ask yourself, who's running that school? The mayor of Athens? <laughs> they just don't get it, do they? Yeah, we're going to play his comments a little later again, too. And you won't believe how one liberal sports website is covering this news today. The Spun.com, which is run by the bankrupt and dying woke Sports Illustrated crowd, and now we know why, yeah. wrote this. 
KIPP Academy is taking its players' side after three opposing players claimed to have been hurt. God, the claim. school blasted harmful comments directed at the student-athlete. Claimed to be hurt. You can watch the damn video of them being hurt Slammed in front her of to your the damn ground, eyes. for God's sake. She couldn't get Slammed up. Slammed to the ground. And when the so-called journalist, even an oxymoron like sports journalist, uses the word claims, mm. it always means they're questioning the veracity of the statement. Basically, they're calling them liars. Yeah. When they use the word claim, that's what they mean. Mm -hmm. uh, KIPP's executive director, Rhonda Nikki Barnes, told the Boston Globe, the unidentified athlete is still on two other sports teams as well. And here's how Andrew McCarty of the Spun.com ended his story. Quote, Kip Academy is standing by its players. Good Lord. Well, good for you. At least people know. They know where they stand. Yeah, so those that's parents, a well-balanced and uh, yeah. fair report there. Jesus. No editorializing there, by God. That's uh, yeah. fair and balanced right Good there. Lord. You that's why I stopped the way, I, I, stopped, you before. I, I canceled my subscription. I'm not, I'm not renewing yeah. it. But it's not just them. Most sports websites are run by lunatic uh, yeah, far yeah. lefties. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I mean, far lefties. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's sports. That's all I got for Well, you. Pete Davis, for the record of 525, when asked why he robbed banks, Willie Sutton. Oh, simply, Willie Sutton. Willie Sutton. Remember that now? I remember now. Willie Sutton yeah. simply replied because that's where the money is. Willie Sutton was arrested a whole bunch of times during his career as a robber, escaped from prison a total of six times, and on March 20th, 1950, Willie Sutton was added to the FBI's 10 most wanted list because that's where the money is. Uh, a couple yeah. of quick sports. Uh, Bert, uh, what's the matter? Also, when you're you done, i got said... about two minutes of some good Richard Lewis. Oh, cool. Well, I'll get to it in just good. one second. We'll come right up. Uh, and by the way, Flounder had to go edit stuff because Richard Lewis was doing some, like, blue comedy. Well, no, I, so... I, I found some stuff where he was. Okay, well, was I'm trying to give you a trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kimber, it's just part of the show and my, uh, you know, contribution near the Kimber program. You know, that's a... Well, anyway, uh, a couple of quick birthdays here, if you don't mind. Um, uh, Mario Andretti, racing legend, 84. In fact, I, I thought he'd be older, honestly. I thought he was 84 when I was 25 or something. He's been around a long time. Anyway, and uh, baseball star pitcher, I don't know if he's still playing, is he? Araldus Chapman, 36? Yes. Is he still, he's is he still playing? Is he still got the 100 mile an hour thing? Somebody. I can't remember who, who just signed him. And he's good for like two innings, 102 miles an hour, and then that's a ball game, I guess, uh, pretty much. That's his story, Something pretty like much, that. I think. Yeah. And again, I can't believe that I heard the commercial that says, make sure you get tickets now for when the Braves play Shoshone Hoshone in September. That's the well, first time. Is that the first time the Braves play the Dodgers? That can't be right. Is that here? Well, they they may play out in L.A. before then. Yeah, but even so, if they only play one game before September at L with the Dodgers, unless they play a well, whole bunch of Well, they're playing everybody now. They're, everybody's got to play everybody now, so you don't play the teams as much as you used to play over and over yeah, again. I guess. Anyway. Which well, is good. By yeah. the way, Chapman's with the Pirates, by the way. Oh, okay. There you go. Thank you, sir. Uh, five twenty. Should we do a little Richard Lewis here? Uh, Flounder. Richard Lewis passed away today, and it said, the uh, thing I have here says he uh, had a heart attack. And he'd also, uh, he had been uh, sick, uh, I think with something else. Parkinson's. Parkinson's disease. And he apparently had a heart attack and died. And I forgot his age, Pete. You mentioned it, and I... 76. There you go. Wow. There's uh, about two uh, minutes of him. Richard right Lewis right here. I haven't performed in a couple of months, and, uh, and yet, hey, I'm paranoid about everything in my life. Even at home, I, on my stationary bike, I have a rearview mirror, which I'm not thrilled about. <laughs> <laughs> and... Sadly, my last shrink, she just she retired about a week ago. I'm freaked out, and it was 
It was sort of uh, a nightmare. She was, she was only 24. I guess I burned her out real fast. And uh, the last session was unbelievable. She set herself on fire. She ran out of the session going, no mas, no mas. You know? <laughs> so what do you do? I'm on the road. I'm a comic. You know, you go to these clinics. There are all these rip-off clinics now. I was, in, I was in Dallas. I had this therapy amusement park, Six Flags over Bellevue, you know. And I used those phone services, 1-900-U-Wacko, which is a big thing now. <laughs> But hey, what's my problem? What's your pro For me, I have bad posture. I have low self-esteem. I'm unhappy about it. I, I could blame my parents. I want to blame my parents for practically everything. I Look, after high school, I said, what should I do? I have no idea what I should do. And they went, well, we think you should run away with the circus. That wasn't good for me. <laughs> but hey, don't I have to take responsibility for my own life? I think it's about time. I'm 40 years old. And I just, you know, but still, I screwed myself up. Elementary school during student government week, I was a coroner for a day, which wasn't a big thing. Coroner for a day. <laughs> Then, you know, freshman basketball, I was the throw-in-the-towel boy, which was sort of humiliating. And, and even like a, a week ago, I'm in bed. This woman, I was, oh, I was so looking forward to this sexually, and uh, I just, I, I, well, I'm screwed up. She says, don't you want to have an orgasm? And I said, what's in it for me? You know, so... <laughs> It's like the old joke about Donald Trump in an elevator, and the girl said, I was always wanted to, and he says, oh, yeah, but what's in it for me? <laughs> Sorry. Coming up, the latest on the Comer impeachment inquiry and Hunter on uh, his uh, testimony today and what's left, Kentucky prism sex scandal, and, whoa, what's going on behind the scenes at the Bravo reality TV of uh, Housewives? Wow. Coming up. 5.30, Kim Repeat and Paul Lounder right here. The Atlanta Braves continue spring training this week with more games on the schedule. However, one of the aspects that we'll be paying close attention to is the development of left-handed pitcher and veteran Chris Sale. Chris Sale does have a name in this league. He's won 120 games over the course of his major league career. And during his time in Chicago... Hit the road, That's my hope in November. No more, no more, Good no Lord. No Here we go. Road, Coming up. One of the great singers of all time. What you say? That guy. Ray Charles. 1977, Ray Charles attacked on stage by a guy tried to strangle him with a microphone cord. Let's go. Little, little, little thing. There, you go. there we go. Little, play a little song. Treat me so mean. You're the meanest old woman that I've ever seen. I guess if you say so, I'll have to pack my things and go. Ray Charles. The guy tried to strangle him with a mic cord. He was a member of a group called Project Heavy, a community program for disadvantaged youths. They promised the matter would be handled with the organization, and there were no charges filed. <laughs> well, I guess uh, Ray couldn't see that coming. I don't know. If it, oh, hey, ho. Uh, oh. oh, no, too soon, too soon. Well, no, it's not too late, too soon. I'm, oh, stop. <laughs> he was my man. I loved him. I really loved his songs. George on my mind. <laughs> So you tell me I look fat when I took my stinking shirt off and all of a sudden, you know, yep. I, 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 oh, God. And you said Natalie Merchant. <sighs> well, I'm not paying. <laughs> I, how could I? I mean, I can't. I'm sitting down. You, you can't, you know, be fully. Thank God. Well, can you erase that? How do you, how do you call YouTube and tell them to erase that part? For a nominal fee. All right. $19. <laughs> <laughs> 
which happens to be the exact amount. <laughs> God. Oh, crap. Uh, 535. Uh, 535. Our uh, birthday list includes... Sarah Bolger. Sarah Bolger's 33. I, now, I don't know. The, you, you probably know these shows, so I'll give her name. Sarah Bolger, the actress, 33. Emily on Mayans, or May, uh, Mayans MC. Nope. And by the way, I, did you ever watch that show, that series? I, I watched like a couple of them, and it was kind of like the other ones, and I, I don't know. For some reason, I didn't keep Sons watching. of Anarchy was Sons, great yeah. up until the last show. Yeah. The last show was horrible. I didn't see the last one. But again, it was, it was kind of reminding me, and I guess maybe I just thought it was too much of a Kind of a take? I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Emily on Mayans MC, Jade on AMC's Into the Badlands. She was Princess Aurora on Once Upon a Time and Mary Tudor on The Tudors. Sarah Bulger. Anyway, just, I oh, thought somebody might I saw The Tudors. Well, she, was, uh, she played Mary Tudor on The Tudors. Actual toot toot. And on this day in history, 1993, federal agents turned the Branch Davidians into the Crispy Christians. Uh, they were after religious leader David Koresh on federal firearm charges. And as I recall, Pete, you'll remember this too, they could have arrested him anytime they wanted to. He walks around into town, he was doing stuff, he could, he could have been eating his breakfast, they could have got him you know, a couple days before, whatever. Anyway, they yep. did the thing when he was there with all the people and the children and the wives and everything else. Uh, and there was a standoff that lasted 51 days. 1993, uh, in uh, El Waco, Texas, and it ended with a. I think, as I recall, it was a tank grenade that blew up the part of the building. Although uh, they're saying that the grenade may have set a fire, but they believe that Koresh set everybody on fire and killed everybody. Committed a mass Either way, suicide. the Fed screwed that up. Yeah, yeah never. And, and remember the, the whole. Uh, well, it's, first of all, the stats: um, kids, women, children. Four agents were killed. And six Davidians died. And I remember a federal agent went up on the on the roof on the second story trying to look in the window and was murdered. Shot right through the window. He was trying to see what was inside. And, you know, after that, it's the ball game. You, know, you, you start well, killing feds. Uh, but still, you know. It, murder's it, it, a strong word yeah. for what the feds were doing. Well, they never, I mean, it never should have gotten to that point. And, and again, I'm, I'm not, you know, I wasn't there. But, but still, they, it never should have gotten to that point. Never should have happened no. to that point. And anyway, 51 days, and then that's how it ended? You can't... Anyway, whatever. All right, 538. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, let's see. Oh, here you, we go. Hey. What's that? You ready for, for a little feature here? Yes, I am. And we, we have a game to play, it's, too. And another... Founder, do we have another Founders Funny right at the end of the show? I'll come in and check with you later. Mm. Oh, so we got, and we got a game for... Uh, Pete, and what do you got here? What's this? What are we doing? Episode of Pete's Relationship Tips. Remember, just the tip, ladies. I, oh, just well, tip. I, this is important because, as we know, right. you know, this is for the guys out there. All right. Well, I'm one when of you them, see so. your wife, yeah. when you see your wife or girlfriend for the first time in several hours or maybe all day, yeah. ask her this one little question: yeah. Yeah. Did you bring it? <laughs> and when she says, "Bring what?" you reply, "A better attitude." Hey, oh, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> Get off my back, woman. <laughs> yeah, then you take you take your forefinger and your and your thumb and you kind of tilt her little chin up towards you, you know, and give her a little kiss on her on her little nose, you know, right at the end of the nose, Bang. and say, "I love you, baby." Just yeah, just uh, go make me a little something there, would you? Yeah, I like that, you know, that cheese thing you do there. <laughs> oh it needs to be hot. <laughs> hot. 
Well, you know, it's just a Kimmer. Real segment. quick, Gary's on the line. He wanted to chime in on you guys were talking about uh, Lake and Riley earlier. Excellent. Gary, you're on the radio, my friend. Welcome. Nice to have you aboard and uh, let her up Wednesday. What's up? Uh, hey, Kimmer and Pete. Um, I just, uh, after listening to, you know, all the accounts so far, um, I, I feel that there's um, there's more to this story uh, than uh, has been reported. I hope that they're doing a full-fledged investigation on this. Um, basically, people don't just sit in the woods and wait for a jogger to come by. Um, and uh, based on what they said, um, as far as the... Uh, the disfigurement, it almost looks like it was a rage, a rage-type uh, crime. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm not so sure that they didn't have some sort of meeting prior and that she was targeted uh, in that case. I hope that um, I hope they get the GBI involved. I hope they get every investigative agency that they have available to them involved. And, and don't, you know, I mean, I, I know that the family wants to get get this passed, get it to get it past them and I understand that and my sympathy goes out to them but we need to find out what these people are actually doing you know I, that's uh, such a great point if, if you figure and my comment originally was well what the hell if he he might he would he wouldn't have just been sitting in the woods and say I think I'll just kill the next girl who comes by so either he was he was at, exactly. at, but how why did he go there at that time, and where was he right before that? I mean, I think you're right. I think that's a very big key, uh, especially when you mentioned the uh, actually was charged with disfiguring a body part that he smashed her scallop, uh, scallop so bad. And I'm and I, I'm I'm betting that that happened after she tried to call nine one one, and he saw her dialing her phone, and he actually uh, uh, took it away from her, and then bashed her head in so she couldn't call for help. But again, I, you may have something there to say. What in the hell was he doing? You don't just go out to that trailer and, and sit there waiting for. For people to walk by i mean plus it's a it's a i mean it's a trail everybody uses so why would he i mean he's not a jogger so why would he be on that trail at all anyway unless and I, he was and looking I think for something there would have been other incidents yeah there would have been prior incidents to this if he was just arbitrarily out there um, I, I think that she was targeted. Well, I wonder if he had, I don't know if he had a cell phone, and obviously they're going to ping his cell phone towers and see where he was, you know, where he's been, and maybe they can find out if, if he does have a cell phone, whether he was, you know, hanging around her apartment or you, where she went to class, or I, I don't know. But again, I think that's a great point. What the hell was he doing there in the woods? What was he doing on that trail? Why would he, why would an illegal alien, uh, you know, I, I wanted by the law, I knew you got away with it, uh, why would he be in that trail? Uh, under those circumstances in broad yeah, I mean, daylight. Yeah, I mean, joggers are not carrying money. They're not, you right. know, I mean, uh, come on. Yeah. It was either rape because uh, he just felt like, you know, a, a rape or again, he was I mean, up to it. Yeah. Somebody out? Nah. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's uh, very fishy, and I get. I, and your first comment about whether they're going to—I guarantee they're the pressure on them now with the public. This is a worldwide story, a huge national story, and now it's going to become even a bigger story when President Scumbag goes down to the Texas border area tomorrow. And I hope the press is going to nail him on the fact that he should have closed the border, and this would not have happened if Donald Trump were president today and last week. This woman would be alive, and that guy never would have had the chance to kill her. 
So, I mean, you're right, man. And, and again, it's all politics. And I hope to hell that, you know, I, and again, I mentioned earlier, I hope to hell there's a tribute to her. I hope Lake and Riley becomes the George Floyd of the cause for, for nonviolence against American citizens from illegal invaders. How about a trophy for her? How about a, a freaking statue for her? How about some protests for her? How about we shut down a few companies that refuse to donate to the process of closing the border and helping people, instead Americans, instead of the people who are sneaking in and taking their freaking jobs from them? How about that, companies? You gave billions of dollars and hundreds of millions of dollars to Black Lives Matter? <laughs> Please. Most disgraceful, despicable, divisive, hate-filled company organization I've ever heard of in America. Anyway. Communists. Yeah. They're Man, communists. Yeah. is what they were. Yeah. God, I, just, I mean, honestly, I'm so furious about this. Uh, it's senseless. Never should have happened. But do, do you really think the Democrats are going to do anything? This no, is just I don't. another white girl. No. Who cares? Just another white girl. Wrong place, wrong time. Let's move They're on. They're going to ignore it. Nobody's going to bring this up. To, if somebody, uh, what are the uh, what are the odds? What's the over under and odds on whether some reporter is going to? If he even does a news conference, he may not even talk to the press. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when uh, President uh, Nurse Killer goes down there tomorrow, uh, and if uh, what are the odds that a reporter is going to say, well, Mr. President, since uh, just recently an illegal immigrant was accused of murdering a, a co-ed in Georgia because he got out of prison once when he got caught in New York and then was able to get out because of uh, liberal policies, and then he was in Georgia to kill a woman and he sneaked in the country illegally, uh, uh, and he's going to say, well, if the Republicans had been able to give us a border policy, this n- wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. I, I, what are the odds that any reporter is going to ask him, one, and two, his answer is going to be to blame Donald Trump and the uh, Republicans in Congress not willing to pass a border security law. And he doesn't need a border security law, which we know. He changed all the Trump plans, stay in place, you know, sign the book. Anyway, God, here we go. I can't wait to tomorrow. I can't wait to hear what he says and how he gets out of it if he does, if he has to. <sighs> <laughs> Quarter of six. I gotta stop this screaming. I got a headache. <laughs> Luckily, you got something on the truck. Yeah, Flounder, what are you holding in there? You got anything for that, Kimber? Uh, Quarter of six. Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. And a Flounder's funny coming up too. And uh, let's do a Peach tweets. We got a Peach tweets and scandal on the Bravo team of the Housewives Syndicate. Look out! Here we go. Sounds like Bowie to me. Small jean genius snuck off to the city, strung out on lasers and Sounds like Dylan. Ate all your razors while pulling the raiders, talking about Monroe, walking on Snow White, New York. Yeah, wow. Does that sound like Dylan a little bit? Even the style, and it doesn't? Well, again, I don't know anything about music. Uh, 1970, David Bowie's new electric band, so new they haven't even gotten a name yet in 1970. They played the uh, Basil, uh, uh, Basildon Arts Lab, Basildon Arts Lab Experimental Music Club at the Basildon Arts Center in Essex, England. Also on the bill were High Tide, Oversun, and Iron Butterfly. So there you are. There you are. And uh, let's see. And uh, birthday list includes Cindy Wilson, B-52s is 67, Love Shack, Rome, Rock Lobster. And uh, let's see. Pat Monahan from Train, lead singer. 
Drops to Jupiter. Hey, soul sister. Drive-by lead singer. He's 55, Pat Monahan. And on this day in history, a little, uh, one more, a little, a couple of musical things here. Uh, in 1976, the Grammys, Captain and Tennille won Grammy for the best record with Love Will Keep Us Together, even though it was a lie. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, that's what it says here. I had to read it. <laughs> Love don't mean squat. Just, you know, I mean, check it out. <laughs> you ever been with somebody before? <laughs> uh, and also on this day, uh, in 1984 in the Grammys, Michael Jackson won a record eight Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year for Thriller and Record of the Year for Beat It. Uh, pretty cool. Anyway, how you doing? Uh, 404-741-1230. It's only the Kimmer, 551, Pete and Philander. And again, uh, I've only seen the early part of Shogun. And you, do you see the whole first episode? There were two episodes back-to-back on FX. And, and uh, is it as good as the original one or better? Or it's, it's, how would you compare? It, the cinematography is beautiful. It really puts yeah. you right there in Japan. And, and you feel like you're on the ship and everything. It's really well filmed. And I'm wondering, I saw about the first 15 or 20 minutes until they had the girl who's the heiress to the thing who had a knife to the throat of her newborn baby because they said, well, we got to kill the baby uh, so that we can have the other guy put in charge to try to become the shogun, which is the uh, ruler of all the tribes or something. And I thought, no, no, no. If she's going to slice off that baby's head, I'm just not. She does. <laughs> she does. What, what did you think of the Englishman, the lead guy? What did you think of him? Uh, you know, I, it's hard to say. He's kind of. Uh, um, uh, I do I'm, do this. Yeah. Do this when you when you watch it again tonight. Close yeah. your eyes. Yeah. It's yeah. Richard Burton's voice. Well, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll pay I'll, I'll uh, pay attention to that. Uh, he's I think he's going to be good. He's a hell of a lot different than Richard Chamberlain was. That's for oh, sure. Oh, Mr. Manly. Pretty Boy with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and again, I mean, it's, and by the way, speaking of the photography, I wonder if that's all AI stuff. I wonder if that's all. Most of that's fake. They couldn't have possibly had you know no, five thousand ships. And, yeah, but still, I mean, the beautiful waters and the mountains. I, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's all real. Maybe they actually had. Uh, but I'll bet you they, you know, the, the things they can do with Star Wars. My God. It looks real, you know, all that space stuff. It does. I wonder if they, I wonder if they, how much of that is absolutely real, that they had just great photography, cinematography. It looks, looks like a good show so far. Yeah. So. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And again, it's a two, it's a two episode opening back to back. And I didn't have time to watch them last night. I was doing my histories and birthdays. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway, so I'm going to do that tonight. Uh, also, another quick uh, shout out. Oh, God, we're running out of time. I can't believe it. Um, uh, to uh, uh, the attorney, Sarah, who was on this morning with a morning show guy. God, I love her. She was so great. She knows Ashley Marchant, uh, uh, Mar- Mar- Merchant, <laughs> the uh, lawyer representing Trump's people <laughs> in court with the uh, uh, Fanny the Floozy. And she was, uh, Sarah was talking about all the inside stuff and what was going on. And she's wonderful. If we ever need a lawyer on our show for things, I'd love to get her aboard. Okay, yeah, her name is Sarah Hobson. Sarah Hobson, Hobson. She was wonderful. Uh, I, now I think I, I, I've heard her before, so I wonder if that is it, like they like own her deal now. That they, God forbid they let let the Kimmer talk to her. Right, I wouldn't have her on my show. Right? <laughs> I'll ask her. Uh, the Rhino is gonna, not going to nothing to do with that. I'll bet you for sure. Anyway, you know. But again, if you got to tune in to uh, you know Tug Rhino. I think Rhino's one. still grumpy from sitting in traffic for four hours. Well, this four morning. hours because the guy ran on the interstate and got killed, and they shut down everything for for hours. He was in his car on the inner on, on the entrance ramp to five seventy five to seventy five for four hours. Hours. <laughs> I hope he had a Gatorade bottle with him. He didn't have, yeah, just, yeah the interstate, the, what, what do they call it, interstate uh, bombs or uh, trucker bombs, interstate truck bombs. You know what's great? Bottles T- tennis ball containers. Tennis yeah, ball well, containers. there you go. <laughs> well, well, you know, size, width, and girth. So, uh, 554. <laughs> should we, uh, should we... <laughs>
Just wave it around. Yeah. Or a cigar wrapper. For You know, it depends on, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, do we have time to play a stupid mayor face from Athens here, Flounder, and then also do a, a funny list? But it's 5.54. Here's got a phone call. Oh, oh God. Uh, I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, oh, it's fat, uh, fat Pig. Fat Pig's on the horn. Hey, Fat Pig, how's it going? Nothing personal. What's up? <laughs> hey, Kimmer. I'm bumper sticker Rick's brother. Oh, hey. Welcome aboard, man. How's it going? Yes, sir. I just had a. I know you're hard up against the break. I just had a quick comment and a question. Um, uh, number one, yeah. love the show. You, Pete, and Flounder doing a wonderful job. Thank you. Um, the only thing that I can't understand about this border situation current, uh, why people don't want to go through the correct process. Um, I knew dear friends of mine who, believe it or not, were. Uh, Cuban, Turkish, Jewish immigrants from Murphy, North Carolina, hmm. who did it the right way. Yeah. Well, Swatum calls us. My God, this guy, you know, had to kill people as a kid in the militia to fight off the terrorists in his freaking country of uh, Bosnia Herzegovina, Mass Murdia, and he came and signed the papers the right way. And he's an American citizen. That's what you're supposed to do. But they won't let. They want them all in because they want to change the culture because they want those people to be Democrats one day, fat pig. And that's as simple as that. They're changing our culture and they're doing it deliberately, and we're letting them get away with it. That's why you vote Democrat. You're exactly. Right. Right, Kemmer, yeah. and the lady who's cleaning my house right now would absolutely agree with you. Outstanding. <laughs> you got a little something going there, dude? <laughs> <family? laughs> is, is she one of those topless cleaners? Uh, no, she's not at that. I only, I, I don't pay her that much. <laughs> oh, hey, I, I hope she takes that as a joke. In other words, if you had the money, she would take her top off. No, I'm saying, don't ask her. <laughs> don't, don't ask her. How much would it take to take your top off, honey? <laughs> Hey, I gotta go. You're killing me, fat pig. And hi to uh, your rich bumper sticker too. Oh God, uh, five fifty six. All right. Well, now I've blown the whole thing here. Uh, and we, I, how long is our, we'll do a comedy bit? I'll, I'll, like a minute and a half or so, something like that. So we're almost yeah. It's a that. minute forty. Okay. Um, uh, oh, by the way, a weird story. Kentucky prison system has done an, an investigation. It turns out that thirty workers with the Department of Corrections in Kentucky have been caught having sex with the inmates in one little short period of time, smuggling drugs. Drugs, guns, phones, uh, and in fact, the experts say a correctional officer job is a very challenging job. These jobs are exposed to extreme forms of violence. Uh, they're underpaid. They're isolated, overworked, and where you're working with these guys, their problems occur. And it said, one thing says, uh, guards at Kentucky State Prison are not maintaining a proper distance from the inmates. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> they're all having sex with each other, including one old woman who's having sex with a guy who's half her age just for the fun of it. Anyway, flounder a little something here to end the show. What do you think? <laughs> right here now. We're ending the show. DNA ancestry tests <laughs> came back 96.4% Irish, 3.6% blood alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Is a hundred percent Irish. <laughs> I like alcohol, but I don't party anymore. That's a young person's word, right? Party? You could party in your twenties and thirties, and that's acceptable. But you can't be middle-aged like me and say you're a partier. You're not a partier. You, my friend, have a drinking problem. <laughs> 
Some people spice up the word. They pronounce it partay. Ever heard that? <laughs> they come up to me after the show and they go, Jim, would you like to come out with us and partay? If you say that, you have to stop. Because when you pronounce it partay, you sound like you've had a head injury. <laughs> and you need speech therapy. <laughs> I try to act my age, I'm middle-aged, I don't want to be young. But I don't try and act young like my uncle tries to use hip lingo, he's 64 years old. I wear Doc Martin shoes, he goes, hey Jim, you rocking the Doc Martins? Are you rocking the Docs? No, I have bunions and these are orthopedic. <laughs> <laughs> and who's that guy, Flounder? Uh, that is Jim McDonald. Ah, uh, funny guy. All right, boys, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder, I got to go. You're killing me. Have a great day, and tomorrow is Thursday. We'll talk to Shannon Burke, I think, and, uh, and, uh, and Neil Bortz, I'm hoping. Uh, we'll check that out, right? Is that correct? Hopefully. Anyway. Got to go. You're killing me. Herb and Herb. Look out. Hoorah. is an extra 1063 podcast to hear more live and local content like this tune into 1063 fm or download the extra 1063 app support for extra 1063 comes from natural body spa and skin remedy celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in store and online you can discover mother's day and anniversary presents online at natural body spa and skin remedy at naturalbody.com Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash john. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com.